from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Oh, Yes. Roz and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carver. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. With Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber. Yeah? The headline was, the one thing she doesn't want at her wedding. Oh, God. And what had happened was, I guess there's a guy named Ryan Good who used to be Bieber's swagger coach, if that was a thing. Does that sound familiar to anybody? No. So he tweeted to Bieber, grow the mustache back for the wedding. And then Haley Baldwin wrote, don't you dare give him that idea, you lunatic. (laughs) So Haley Baldwin does not want the mustache at her wedding. Oh, dang. And then I find this story, which is... Let me read you this. Okay. 99% of women don't want their significant other to wear a Speedo at the beach. <laughs> there seems a lot of ownership here. Uh, All right. There's a lot, there's oh a lot of no. ownership going on over Have another, another Speedos, human huh? being. Yes. There's just a lot of ownership. Right? If this read 99% of men don't want their women to wear bikinis at the beach, there would be outrage. Yeah, Whoever totally. wrote that headline would be would lose his job and never and get another to job apologize ever again. and never get a job ever again. Let me just <laughs> tell you something. An right apology. Now. When it comes to speedos at the beach, yeah. okay? I'm going to say something that may sound familiar to you, which is this, my body, my choice. <laughs> <laughs> So you're just like all Speedo everything. I love them. All the time. I love them, which is funny because I don't wear it when I'm alone, like at the cottage with the pool and stuff like this. But when I go somewhere, I I often bust it out. I mean, I have them. I'll wear them. Wait, so what do you wear wear when you go swimming? Because I just cycle through swim trunks so frequently. I'm in and I'm out, I'm in and I'm out, I'm in and I'm out. And then by the end of the day, I have nine pair all laid out, all drying on the line. Wait, let's not get too deep into why I change my swim trunks all the time, okay? I don't want to go there. Well, I have questions. No, there is no, I have no answers. I'm going to write this down and revisit this Revisit this later. Okay, thank you. What I'm saying is, getting back to, um, what the hell was I talking about? My body, my choice. Okay? Uh, the sort of hang up on the Speedo is a very kind of North American stigma. If you travel all over the world, there are men of all shapes and sizes. That is not called a Speedo or a banana hammock or a budgie smuggler. It's called a bathing suit all over the world, right? It's just a bathing suit. It's not something uh, that is special or only reserved for certain men with a certain body. It's just called a bathing suit. But over here... Over here... It's, it's a, a speedo. It's pre-divorce is what it is over here, <laughs> right? But again, your statement. My statement, my body, my choice. And when I read a headline like this of 99% of women don't want their significant other to wear a speedo on the beach, get bent. <laughs> if your man wants to wear a speedo on the beach, he's wearing a speedo on the beach. Hey, Kiss, it's Razamoka. Go ahead. What do you want to say? Uh, it's just that some, it's just you show so much. That's why some people don't want to see it. Like you see everything. Right, but do you want? Okay, do you, okay, but do you understand right now that you can't have a conversation talking about women in bikinis 
where you say it's wrong because they show so much and they're so small. It's not, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. But they it's show so they show. much. But they show so much. Such a little fabric. Such little fabric. It's true. It's true. Yeah, exactly. But my body, my choice. You can see outlines. Outlines. Yeah. There's kids there sometimes. Kids? Are you so? What are you saying? That like like kids? What's your name on the phone? Samantha. Samantha, that yeah, I, that's not a valid I can't, I can't valid argument this. right there. Kids. I know. I know. Kids, we, women have this thing, man. Women have this thing that a, a guy in a speedo is again to you. It's dangerous for children's eyes, and there's so much bulging, and there's so many lumps, there's so much and bulging. there's so much bulging. But I'm going to tell you, I could make the same argument about a bikini. But there's no bulging down there. Okay, no, but I could say the same thing about a bikini. I know. Yeah, I know, exactly. But then, but then there's like hair, and there's just oh god. Okay, <laughs> right, Why, Samantha. Yeah, see. So what? Then shave your man. <laughs> oh god. Okay, <laughs> offer to help out. Be supportive. Oh, oh I, I don't. I, he does not wear a speedo, so that's okay. Yeah, because you won't let him. Let him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's Ronza Mocha. What's your name? Oh my god, it's Talpia. I can't believe I got through. I. I love you guys. What's up? What's up? What do you love more, though? A man in a Speedo or the Razamoga show? <laughs> the Razamoga show, for sure. Um, but, I mean, I do want to add to what Roz was, Roz was saying in terms of, um, you know, I think North Americans in general have sort of like a body obsession, whether it, it, I mean, whether it be men or women. So the concept of a Speedo, I think it's really, you know, you have to be looking like a model to be wearing it, just like a bikini, right? But I agree with him. If this was a comment towards women, everyone would be quite offended in this time and age. And I think men should be as well. And I am. <laughs> Listen. Where is Speedo, bro? You're, be but proud. you're right. Every, everywhere else in the world, it is seen as just a bathing suit. Yeah. So why is it that there's a huge emphasis in North America that you have to have the perfect body or look to be enjoying some of these, you know, um, outfits or pills? Yeah, I know. I'm going to freak Mario yeah. right now, make his day. Uh, Catherine, for uh, Christmas last year, got me a gold Speedo. No! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look like, I, honestly, I look like a trophy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I really do. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I look wow. like, and it's about a half size too small as well. Oh no, stop talking, please. <laughs> Thanks very much for calling in today. Thank you, have a good day, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Kiss, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on, guys? Baby Yen, how are you? La- La- I'm good. I'm excellent. You guys know why I'm excellent now. Because uh, it's going to be another stinking hot day? No, because weed is going to be legalized soon. Oh, October 17th. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what's your plan, Fabian, for October 17th? Oh, man, I'm going to be a farmer. Are you really? Are you going to grow at home? Oh, man, are you kidding me? Why not? Okay. Um, where? Like, in, in, in the house or outside? I'm going to make a... I'm going to get a shed going soon. I'm going to shed and do a semi indoor outdoor type deal. I wonder what's going to happen when the the sort of rebellion aspect of being a weed smoker kicks in. You know, this is like whenever you thought something was cool but then like your dad started doing it. It's like when your dad got a pair of leather pants and then your leather <laughs> pants were no longer cool. You know, like I wonder if legalizing weed is going to be like a dad in leather pants where you're kind of like, "Oh, well, hanging out and doing the weed thing isn't that cool anymore because it's not badass and 
It's not you're not a rule breaker anymore. You know, you're right though. It might happen, but for me, it's not like that. I'm not doing. I don't smoke weed for uh, being cool, man. I smoke it because it calms me down and it helps me get through my day. Sure, but also it's a little cool though. And I, I don't mean cool as in smoking is cool. I don't mean that. I just mean that there's a sort of rebellion aspect to it. It's a counterculture that it's sort yeah. of it's sort of it's sort of you against them. You know the 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 fight that you know. Hey, it's 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 plants and the big pharma's been making money off opioids and killing thousands of people a year and we should all just smoke a little weed and you got the fight in you but now what are you fighting for nothing you're just sitting there staring at your dad in leather pants <laughs> absolutely you're right you're right there i guess i'm just waiting to see all the people that were so against it so against it to start accepting it yeah you know i i know people that are against it right now and i can guarantee you they don't drink or anything like that but they have a full full fridge of beer for when their guests come over. Well, hold I'm on. Waiting to see, I'm waiting to see the day when people, uh, you go to people's house and they have marijuana there to offer people, but they don't smoke. Well, that's not going to happen because just because something is legal doesn't mean that I have to accept it. I don't have to get behind it. I'm not going to have like a bunch of rollies and stuff like that just like laying around my house for when guests come over. Yeah, no, that's no, not going to happen. You may not, you may not, but somebody else might because they think that's like being a good host, right? Well, no, but I have friends that smoke weed anyway and when they come to my house, I don't have weed for them. No, absolutely. I, I have my own I don't need anybody else's weed Is it like putting a candy In a candy dish? It could be something like that Yeah it's like back like, in the 80s I wouldn't, with cocaine. Do, I wouldn't do something like that though You know Because I do have a kid too right? Yeah I gotta make sure my stuff's locked up Right Fabian let me ask you this Because you're gonna like start uh, Growing yourself right? Yeah Is it easy to get The material to Put yes. together Oh okay <laughs> Yes <ma'am. laughs> And how long approximately How long does it take it depends on the strain. Give me an example. Depends on the strain. So let's give an example. I don't know this hand, like, for sure if it's the right information, but let's say Master Kush. Master Kush could take six weeks of flour. So from the day you put it in the ground, you got six weeks and you got you got your crop. And right. ready and, and ready to smoke. Well, you got to dry it and everything like that. Uh, but how yeah, long does that take? Pretty much. Uh, if you want to do it, it can take a month. Yeah. Don't worry, Mocha. I got a guy. I'll hook you up. You don't have to go around. <laughs> And then, we're back, and then we're back guy. to square one again. And then we're just back to square one again. <laughs> right? He's always had a guy. We're back to square one again. <laughs> I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Later, brother. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Um, I was just wondering, I have a request for you guys to uh, play Pinch. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We haven't played Pinched in a while. Because I listen, I'm, I drive a shuttle for work, okay. and I listen. And I like finished watch your podcast oh, wow. in like a week, and I all just of love, love pinch. Yeah, all of them. Hold we're like second. we're approaching forty episodes. You know that, right? Yeah, I've and you every binge listen to every single episode. We have episodes in there that are like three, four hours long. Yeah, I know. Well, I drive around all day and I pick up people. So as soon as I drop them off, I just put on the podcast. Yeah. Some days I work twelve hours and then. I'm listening. <laughs> if, you, if you if you listen to the podcast, if you listen to all the Razumoka podcasts without stopping, in order to have binged all of them up to this point, you would have had to have been listening in one week for 2.9 days straight. <laughs> Uh, I definitely probably no, but seriously, I listen to it all in like a week. Yeah, no, wow. you could do that. I guess yeah, you could I was do that. I was doing my hair. Yeah, I was yeah. listening to the podcast. I was doing my makeup, listening. All right, so you really like pinched, huh? Yeah, I really like pinched. Okay, okay. we um, can. Why don't we do this? Why don't we 
Yeah, I mean, I'm ready. Are you ready, Maury? Yeah, are you ready, Mocha? Yeah. Always. Okay, so by request, um, why don't we play a song, come yeah. back, and uh, we'll get into a deep round of pinch. All right, what's your name? Uh, Jenna. Jenna, thank you so much for calling in. No problem. Appreciate you listening. Uh, appreciate you uh, downloading and listening to the podcast. Tell everyone you know. Oh, I will, I will. All right, honey, have a great day. <laughs> you too. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You guys ready? Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, welcome back. By request... Uh, a friendly slash not so friendly, sorry, not sorry round of pinched. Yes. How pinched works in case you uh, are unfamiliar with the game is uh, straight up trivia. Mori versus Mocha in between them on the table is a stack of old school wooden clothes pegs. Mm -hmm. I will ask a series of questions in two categories. You get a question wrong. You get pinched, meaning your opponent gets to take a clothes peg and put it anywhere on your body that they want. Are you ready? Ready. Maury, can I hear your buzzer? Mocha? Uh, Maury, one more time for the people. Mocha. Uh, okay, gentlemen, your categories are, won't you be my neighbor? And if these lips could talk. <laughs> okay. Uh, damn it, Maury, it is your turn to choose the category. All right, let's go with if these lips could talk. If these lips could talk, these are all words containing the word lip. Okay, good These to are know. all words containing the word lip. Okay. Good for holding your hair back or closing a bag of chips or keeping your papers together. What? These are all words that contain the word lip. Good for holding your hair back or closing a bag of chips or keeping your papers oh. together. Uh, clip. Mocha. Clip. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Maury. <laughs> you're still explaining the category. How, why would I still be explaining the category? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, also, <laughs> also, also, Maury, you, 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 you shouted out your answer without buzzing in. So Mocha, please take a close peg, put it anywhere on Damn It, Maury. Wow. Okay. okay. Let's see here. Let's go right here on the neck. Oh my gosh. my uh, The going, apple of Adam. He's going right in the middle of Maury's neck here. There I'm you gonna, go. Soft skin. Yeah, yeah. So gross. Oh, it didn't okay. even phase you, huh, Maury? Also, <laughs> so much also, I'd be intimidated when Maury takes his glasses off to do anything. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Trouble. All right, keeping uh, going in the category of these lips could talk. All words containing the word lip in the winter. These keep your feet warm. Maury. I was going to say galoshes. Incorrect. <laughs> Mocha. <laughs> okay. Galipshes. <laughs> In the winter, these keep your feet warm, Mocha. No answer. Not, I, come on. Jabronis. Well, I'm thinking socks. Slippers. Oh, yeah. I was slippers. picturing that we were outside in the snow. Okay, yes, moving. Hey. Slippers. Lip. Sorry. Slip, lip, yes. lip, lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Keeping uh, going in the category if these lips could talk, which is not going well at all. Uh, you know that thing when the moon and the sun are sort of in the same spot? Maury. Eclipse. Yes. Guys, buzz no, first. you did not. No, we oh can, my God, we can guys, go to the I tape. buzz first. We can go, go to the tape. We can go to the tape. We ain't got no time for that. Okay. okay. Fine. Frick, guys, I swear I buzz first. Where are you going? Eyebrow. Eyebrow. Ow. Ow, ow, oh, 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 jeez, watch out. Right ow, 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 oh, 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 it's right in the corner of the eyebrow. Okay, moving on. Uh, la okay, last question in the category yeah. if these lips could talk. Uh, not a no, uh, not a rose, not a daisy, but one of Maury. Two lips. Yes. Oh, where are you putting that? Other side. Okay. Oh, my eyebrow. Ow, and next, ow. Oh, 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 it's sticking off. It looks like a unicorn right now. <laughs> okay, so, uh, okay, here we go. Uh, 
Uh, the oh. category, gentlemen, is Won't You Be My Neighbor? Oh, I can't see. All famous neighbors. Won't okay. You Be My Neighbor? All famous neighbors. Okay. Okay. He lived right next door to the Winslows, and yes, he did do that. Uh, Mocha. Steve Urkel. Yes, sir. Then I do What's that. the matter, Maury? You don't understand the category no, again? No, I got it. I was just, I was going to yell. Hold your mouth, please. Okay, yeah. You were going to yell what? George Jefferson. No, get, get, okay, okay, come on. What are you doing? You're, you're phoning this in here right now. Oh. Maury hasn't made one single sound. Oh, okay. Ow, 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 ow. What are you doing? Uh, Okay, moving on to the category of Won't You Be My Neighbor. She lived next to the Tanners because their house was too full. Uh, Mocha. Kimmy Gibbler. Yes, sir. Get out of here with that. Maury. Uh, Open your mouth again, Maury. Maury, Maury, the TV expert, is failing hardcore on this. Oh, right on the top lip. Oh, right in the middle of the God top damn lip. it. Oh, oh, oh. We're going to clip together. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was a point you can't speak hey, now. Maury has one on his top lip. His bo- oh, that sounds so <laughs> weird. Okay, moving on to the category, won't you be my neighbor? He lived right next doodly door to the Simpsons. Uh, Mocha. Ned Flanders. Yes, sir. Ah, uh, yeah. Diddly. Go okay. right here. Right in the middle of the nose. Oh, no. Oh, like, no. Like the, they put the bull uh, horns. Oh, oh. Maury's all stacked up. It looks like Mocha's building a spine on the front of your face. And finally, in the category of Won't You Be My Neighbor, uh, these two were more than just Monica's neighbors. They were friends. Maury. Joey and Chandler. Yes, correct. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maury, Mocha, Maury, where are you going? Oh, Ow. right in the beard. Ow. Oh, 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 you're just biting his beard with it. Ow. Ow. Oh, God, dude. Oh. Ow. Okay. Now you're just stabbing Maury, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to use it as like a wooden alligator, okay? You, you can't it's bite wild. him with it's it. Wild. Ow. Oh, Ow. Oh. God, dude. Okay, here. Maury, you're biting him with it. Ow. Just find a spot. Okay, how many? Okay, hold on. Okay, Maury, you have one, two, three, four. Mocha, you have three. Mocha for the win. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and that's how you play, bitch. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Calling all Papaholics. Yes. I'm hype, son. Uh, so Dr. Pimple Popper herself is going to join us in just a little bit. And her YouTube channel is insane. If you haven't seen it, she's a doctor and she pops giant cysts and pimples and blackheads. And it's like the super close up camera and it exploded. It blew up. And then TLC gave her a special. And I've always been fascinated, not so much with watching pimples being popped, but I've always been fascinated with the audience for popping pimples has predominantly women and if you look through the comment section on dr pimple popper's website and her youtube channel there's it's it's women they're obsessed with this it's so gross and like even Catherine, and i'll play you something in a second Catherine, anytime i have something on me she's all over me trying to pop it and i was last weekend this is just last weekend where i had a thing on my back like my the back of my shoulder that uh was really driving me nuts and I could feel it. It was hard in there and I felt like it was ready to go. Yeah. And then, so she comes and does her inspection in the morning and is like, no, it's not ready yet. I'll do it later on tonight. So she has a timeline set aside for it. So then she gets me later on in the day and starts going at it and then Roxy's filming it, doing commentary on it. He's also <laughs> into it. Yeah. Like, like Roxy uh, is a junior papaholic, uh, right? Like she's doing the kids program. Uh, so here, listen, listen to this. Where is it? Oh, right God, there. it's giant. You're in pain, aren't you? There's nothing coming out, baby. 
It's right at the top. There's a ball at the top that's ready to come out. It's up here. Squish up. Oh. <laughs> Nothing, honey. I see a tiny hole. Yeah. There's only a tiny little bit of something. Yeah, get it. No, no, there's like nothing coming out. Ew. And it's coming out. I don't see anything, baby. Oh my god. I That's think so we should give him a giant bruise. Oh god. Oh, no. There's the tiniest little nothing coming out. Like, it's like a pinprick size thing. Oh no. Mm, no, you need a bigger hole. You have to actually pop that thing with a needle or something. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Nothing's ew. coming out. No, there's something, there's something. No, something's coming out. Ew. It's so rock hard. Oh my god, it's so mad now. Oh no, oh no. Look at his gray Where hair. Look at all his gray hair. Hey. So much it's gray hair. Okay, so yeah. That's Roxy roasting me because oh, she's fascinated no. with my with my gray chest hair. She just goofs on me all the time for having oh, gray chest no. hair. Look at all yeah. that gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dr. Pimple Popper will be on the Ross and Mocha show. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Dr. Sandra Lee? Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. Yes. I am Hi. so excited to talk to you. <laughs> oh, really? You have no... <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper is on the phone, everybody! Oh, my God, I am so obsessed with your videos. So obsessed. <laughs> so, a couple things we got. A couple oh, things I love we, you. We have to take care of right away here. So, started on YouTube, then the special, now the TLC uh, series. So, congratulations on that. One thing that I want to know from you, and that is if you go through the comment section on anything that you're involved with, have you been able to figure out why so many women who may be squeamish of all other things in life will sit there for <laughs> hours and watch you pop pimples and why they themselves are obsessed with popping things? I, I, no, I don't really know. It is interesting that about three quarters of the people are women. I don't know. Maybe it's sort of like we have more of a... You know, maybe it goes back to just that we're that we're related to monkeys and we have a grooming tendency. I don't know. I don't know. But but it's fat. It's crazy, isn't it? It's I mean, a, that's just grown to this in three years. And you understand it. If you love the popping, then you kind of see there's some gratification to it, right? It kind of makes you happy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's no offense to your profession, but it is yeah. gross, uh -huh. but I can't stop oh, yeah. watching. So here's right. what I want to know. How long ago did T TLC approach you to do the TV special, and at oh. what point did they come back to you and say, hey, we want to do a full series? Um, I think it was probably about a year or maybe a year and a half ago that they that they approached me and um, you know, I was honored and certainly to like have this to have people come over and say they're interested in this and I think they, were, they weren't really quite sure how the general public, public was going to take it. I mean, they yeah. saw how big it was and how quickly it had grown on social media but I think that once that pilot came out in January, I mean, I, I think it got like a really high a, a really high viewership and really good ratings and that's when they decided okay yes we're gonna we're gonna make this a show dr pimple popper i don't know if you've noticed but ever since that special aired on tlc a few months ago uh they've been replaying it like crazy the past I know. few months and let me tell you there's some amazing i mean the the, the, the i didn't think that they would find such amazing cases but the biggest pops that I've ever seen. So uh, you better get ready for that. Can you can you be that gross on television? I know you can be as gross as you want. Uh, I know. On YouTube, well, I don't try to be gross. I try well, you to be, are I gross. Try to be <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. That's okay. I take that as a compliment. 
I think that they don't show, you know, my, my, my uh, YouTube channel probably concentrates much more on on the um, whole, you know, case from start to finish. And you don't really see my face very much. You just see, you just see the case itself. But this is different because it really shows the person and how it affects their life. So I really, it's actually really nice for me to see, you know. There's a thing that we don't get from the TV show, the special, and the YouTube right. show, which I'm always really curious about, and that is, it looks disgusting. Like you're you're so gross. But what I want to, <laughs> but what I want to know is, what do you do, and can you describe what some of those horrific pops smell like? Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, you know, I'll tell you with how many how many I've done lately. I mean, done in the last three years. I yeah. don't think it's smells as bad or maybe I'm used to it than 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 I you would think. Yeah. But I'll tell you what my girls say. They say one of my girls who used to work at Sam's said it smelled like when you, when you got old Progresso cream of mushroom soup that had spoiled and you got it returned to you. Um, so that's what she said it smelled like. And you know, but it's, imagine it's like old skin that has been stuck under you, trapped in, trapped in an area, and it's been like kind of moist or wet yeah. for 30 years. Oh, my so God. Okay. You're the best. Okay, You're the best. Dr. Bobber, I have two more questions to ask. Okay. okay. Number yeah. one, have you ever gotten requests from people, from fans, to sit in on a session live, like, in that room with you? Absolutely, all the time. I mean, they bring their friends. Their friends drag them in. A friend who's a popaholic will, ha- will have, have, you know, will find a uh, sis on their friend. And you lag that person oh, oh. in and, and insist that they come and watch. Yes, okay. all the time. My final question, Dr. Pimple Popper. Do you have a favorite between like pimples and cysts and all sorts of other things that you're working on? Do you have an absolute favorite that when you see it show up on your list of things that you have to take care of that day that you look forward to the absolute most? Oh, yes, of course. A, a, a DPOW, do you know what that is? No. That's a dilated pour, dilated pour of whiner, which is a giant blackhead. Oh. You know, they're like so big that they, when you remove them, they leave a hole. They leave an opening, you know, like a, I have the, one of those the in dilation my, of the skin. I have one of those oh, in my face yeah yeah i have one pore in my face that you can actually see the hole in my face and then every now and then i have to pop it and drain it and it is so gross sometimes it sometimes the pressure is so intense that when i pop it it hits the mirror There's a woman on my YouTube channel that has one that's like, I think we call it like the chick kitchen sink plug, you know. Ah! It's pretty amazing. Oh my goodness. Dr. Sandra Lee, thank you very much for joining us on the Razamobi Show. I am a massive, massive fan. I am one of your papaholics. Have a wonderful day. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Yo, before we get back into it, let's talk real quick. Air Transat and their weekly flights to the Dominican Republic, uh, specifically Samana. DR, baby. If you haven't been to Dominican Republic, it's one of the coolest places. You have a lot of options when you're thinking about going down to the Caribbean. Uh, I've been to DR many times, and I've always had the best time. Have Where, you done the uh, the Jeep Safari that they got out there? I haven't done the Jeep Safari. <sighs> I was never interested in doing the Jeep Safari because... 
I never had a driver's license <laughs> until now. And but now if you go, yeah. you're all about that Jeep Safari. Because I never knew if they drove the Jeep or if they just throw you the keys. And I didn't want to be in a situation where they threw me the keys and then I had to say, I don't have a driver's license. And then you're just stuck there. So anyway, no, I hadn't. But now I will when I go. Also, whale watching. I've been whale watching in Cabo. I've been whale watching in Vancouver. I've been whale watching off the coast of Newfoundland. All fantastic places to whale watch however dominican republic and especially in and around samana is one of the greatest places on the face of the earth to go whale watching they breed there and there's tons of them and uh talk about relaxing day you can do that as well chill at the hotel uh kick it on a catamaran maybe just chill on the beach book your next trip to samana with air transat and visit airtransat.com all right let's uh take a phone call hey kiss it's raza mocha hey how are you today hey who's this hey, it's adam calling adam you got raza yeah. mocha how are you today good yourself good oh, man What's uh, up? I wonder if you guys call my wife. Uh, it's her, it was her birthday uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of screwed it up. Uh, made a bunch of promises. Didn't do it. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. What, what sort of promises? Uh, well, she's... Um, she like, can't have to be like faithful and stuff, or no? No, no. Oh, okay. God, no. Okay. Uh, like, uh, she was, she's on a, like, the keto diet. And yeah. Yeah. Eat keto basically yeah. so I was what like, oh, is I'm keto? i hear that a lot because the jersey shore uh vinny uh, vinny yeah, the, the, the keto like, guido um was on a keto diet and ever since that i've been noticing it a lot more so what uh can you and can you not eat when you're on a keto diet you just can't have carbs at all oh yeah. okay so it's, it's atkins basically basically yeah. yes thank you um Anyways, so I was like, I promised her this cake, didn't do it. And then I was like, oh, we'll do this, 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 didn't do it. Well, like, what was the this, this, and this? You're blowing over some stuff here, bro. Oh, I was just like, like, we'll go out, we'll do things, like, we'll, you know, we'll party hard. Not party hard, but, like, enjoy it. Can we narrow this down and ask you what you did do for your wife's birthday? Invited my friends over and had a birthday party. (laughs) Invited your friends over? (laughs) Like Like your dudes? Yeah. Adam, you suck, dude. Okay, how long have you been married? Uh, Two years. Two years. Only two years, and you're screwing this up already, huh? Yeah. Okay, what did she do for you on your birthday? Um... Huh, I can't remember. So you feel terrible, and we say this all the time. Moke and I have been the uh, the lousy boyfriend's birthday present to their girlfriend and wife many, many, many times. You are not the first person to call up and say that you screwed up on the, the wife's birthday and that you need us to call her because you think that that is somehow going to fix things. But you know how this phone call goes is that we're going to call your wife and then we're all going to just rip on you. Yeah, I know. That's okay. <laughs> He's good with it. Somebody joined in. All right, Adam. uh, Hang on the line. Don't say anything just yet. We're going to lock you in, and then we're going to talk to her, okay? What's your wife's name? Macarena. Oh, yeah, like the dance? Yeah, exactly like the dance. Okay. Hi, can I speak to Macarena, please? Speaking. Hey, Macarena! It's Razamoka. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. How was your birthday weekend? <laughs> oh, my God. It was so awesome. Yeah, what'd you get up to? Um, We had some friends over and then some family over. <laughs> yeah? Was it a good time? Yeah. It was a great time. What, uh... Was it everything that you had expected? <laughs> 
it was Boar. Yeah, like all like all the friends that came over, like all your close friends. Yeah, my my husband had invited a bunch of friends over. Like your friends or his friends. <laughs> Uh, both of our friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. But they originated from his side of the group or from your side of the group? <laughs> I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> um, so my best friend came, two of my best friends came, and then the other two couples were originally his best friends. Okay. Uh, your lousy husband called us and said that he made you a bunch of promises for your birthday, and he failed on all of them. <laughs> No. Yeah, because you're on like the keto diet and everything. And he said that he promised to take you to like restaurants. He failed at that. He was going to get you a special cake. He failed at that. And then he went on to say, and this, this, and this. Now, he didn't get into the specifics as to what this, this, and this were. Yeah. But it sounds like he had a full day planned, quote unquote planned, or told you that he had it planned and then miserably failed at everything. <laughs> Uh, something like that. Yeah. Okay. What were the other things that he told you he was going to do uh, for your birthday? Um, I can't remember. It was just like one thing after the other, though. Like we, I don't know. I was just having a miserable day, and I think I said that to him, and then he just took it to heart. Oh my god. Being <laughs> 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 so miserable, I like hadn't gotten the job that I was waiting for. Oh no! And then I was just like, my anxiety's like spiked up and then oh my god no I can't believe he actually said that and then he and, oh, he, and, then, he so failed, and then he failed you Aww. oh no <laughs> so how old are you now Macarena I just turned 27 okay right. well happy birthday Adam is on Thank the phone you. right now if you'd like to say anything to him oh my god babe <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> why are you apologizing Adam should be the one apologizing <laughs> Because he does so much for me, and he does so much for his family. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I don't even Well, because he's just, like, he's so awesome. He goes above and beyond with everything. And, like, I really got to watch when I'm being miserable, because he, like, takes it to heart. <laughs> but he's so great that, like, there's just no way to thank him. He was so awesome. Uh-huh. Adam's, like, by far the greatest guy I've ever met. Like, he is so genuinely kind so for him to really like think that he failed me on my birthday like it it sucks because he totally didn't Aww, that's so nice I really <laughs> thought you were gonna like rip him a new one on the show no, <laughs> no you- <laughs> go ahead Adam go ahead I wish I could <laughs> no need to cry babe <laughs> Thanks for, like, the wake-up call. Startled the hell out of me. (laughs) Teachers shouldn't be able to sleep in on, you know, Mondays. (laughs) You're really smooth with those words, huh, Adam? (laughs) Always. Always. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's not a man of very many words. (laughs) Really? We couldn't tell. Hey, uh, Adam, thanks very much for calling in. Macarena, happy birthday, and thank you for listening to the Ross and Mocha Show. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I love you guys. All right. Later. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Question for you. Go. How many people would you say that you absolutely trust? How many people in your life do you absolutely trust? Because they did a survey and there is a number. Really? Yeah. Eight. So you absolutely trust eight people. That is absolutely trust them with everything. That is, you have eight people in your life that you would give your phone password to. Yeah. You would give your 
banking information too? Yes. Eight. Yeah. Wow. Like wow. I would, it would be like my parents. Sure. Yeah. My sisters. Your sisters. Yeah. My yeah. wife, obviously. Yeah. You. Me. Yeah. Wow. Uh, DJ Climax. Really? He's my best friend. And probably his brother or my friend. Cl- Actually, maybe more. Maybe wow. like 10 people. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Why? Me one. Who? My Aunt Susie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to... Okay, hold on here. Let me... I got to double back on this one here. So Mo- okay. Mocha, your number is like 10, right? Sure. You got a lot 10. of people that you absolutely trust in your life. Yeah. Uh, damn it, Moore, your number was one. One, Susie. And, and which... The, your number one was not your husband, damn it, Matthew, but your number one was... Uh, your Aunt Susie, who raised you. Yeah, my Aunt Susie, because I know that she, if she did log into my bank account, she's not going to judge me on things. See, Matthew, it would then become but a whole the, thing. No, no, no. The reason why your number is so low of people that you trust, with absolute trust, to give them the access to everything, mm-hmm. is because you yourself are not trustworthy. No, not at all. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the reason... Oh, to so, know one, right? So here's the thing, is that the reason Mocha's number is so high is because Mocha's a very trustworthy person. Well, my yeah. number would have been higher until you said bank account and Everything. Phone. See, if everything. you just said trust with like a secret, okay. like I, you I know, know. Okay. I, I okay. something from okay. you. Okay. I don't Let's, have secrets. That's why. Yeah, that's why. Because you're a very trustworthy person. Your number, Maury, is so low because you're not a trust... Okay, let's say... You keep saying okay, that. Okay. Let's... Okay. <laughs> let's get rid of... Okay, let's... I let's, heard you. Okay, let's get rid of the bank account then. Okay. And then the number goes up a little. Okay, yeah, go. They do, however, get access to your phone and all your passwords. My aunt Susan. Okay, so that, <laughs> yeah, so we're back to one again. Okay, so <laughs> let's say. Okay, let's say. So banking information is off the table. Okay. And your um your, jeez, your Instagram and Twitter passwords are off the table, but they still get access to email and texts. Email and text? Yes. Okay, so I'll add a little bit more because like email and text is a little bit safer. So then it would be my Aunt Susie and probably you. <laughs> oh, so still not Matthew. So he's still hiding secrets from Matthew. <laughs> okay, so let's say no email, no text, no Instagram, no Facebook, no Twitter passwords. No banking. No banking passwords. Yeah. So what, just the key to the apartment? So, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then whoever you want sure <laughs> wow you got a lot of secrets you got a lot bro. see that's the whole thing is that Mocha's number is very large we're talking about by the way uh, how many people in your life do you absolutely trust Mocha's number was upwards of 10 sure and this is where you would give them access to everything, everything in your sure. life I've just I have no secrets right Maury's was one and not his husband no yeah. my aunt Susie because <laughs> Mocha's a trustworthy person you are not a trustworthy again, person again you keep saying that because I'm right <laughs> I will keep saying it because it's correct. <laughs> uh, Trust me. <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Maury's hungover. Come on in, Maury. So he took a private plane, damn it, Maury did, to wine country in Niagara. Yes, got to sit with the pilot. Okay, and you got drunk yeah. and then just started telling jokes to people. Yeah, well, this is what you do. Was this just you for fun or were, did we assign you for this? Because I don't remember assigning you to no, this. No, this was just for fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What kind of life are you living that you right? got a private plane to Niagara? And my the, ass got to sit on the QEW yeah. for two hours trying to get and up the, there. And the only thing you ever hear from you is, oh, I'm so busy, guys. I'm so busy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, drink Remember it. that. Remember that. <laughs>
Okay, what's going? Yes, hi. Okay, Roz, like a fine wine, you get better with age. We are Niagara Wine Country. Oh, Gotta support our Ontario wineries. And what's your name? I'm Ma- Mikael from Portugal. Oh my God! Obrigado. <laughs> Obrigado. Um, I gotta ask you this. Um, say you'll be wine. Oh, I thought. <laughs> like instead of mine, wine. Say you'll be wine. Oh, it's a good wine. <laughs> no, but say you'll be wine. <laughs> say we'll be wine. And let me ask you this: What was the drunk dinosaur? What's a drunk dinosaur? <laughs> Winosaurus. Winosaurus. <laughs> Laugh like ha ha ha. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Do you have a oh bottle of wine? God. A many bottles. Many. Oh, take me to your leader. Okay. Like leader of wine. Leader of wine. Okay, again, just laugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Tell you a quick joke. Sure. I don't know. Why not? Uh. <laughs> um, I've trained my dog to bring me a glass of red wine. It's a Bordeaux Collie. I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a border collie. What's that? Bordeaux collie. Bordeaux. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Can I tell you a joke? <laughs> quick joke, quick joke. Come here. Where are you going? Don't run away. Quick joke, quick joke. I'm not going to chase you. I'm going to chase you. Oh, okay. no. What did the grape say when it was crushed? You're harassing people, man. Mm, I don't know. Nothing. It just let out a little wine. <laughs> what is going on here? What is your name? Fernando. You have a beautiful voice. Can you teach me to sing one line with you? Yeah. Libia, mo Libia, mo nelietica. Nitida body di diara de so. How was that? That was great. Tsunami, ella de sila da lo. What? You're a good guy. But you know what? Let's make a deal. I don't make radio shows, you don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can you drink wine for breakfast? Uh, champagne, champagne. Or- no, no, just say I don't, just say, uh, I don't know. Ice wine. No, just say I don't know. I don't know. Wine not. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? Oh, God, that was amazing. Oh, my uh, so goodness. That was Maury uh, day Holy drinking cow. with a bunch of foreign tourists yesterday, Dude. obviously. <laughs> you were wasted. So, and then he calls me when he gets home and he's hammered. And uh, I don't understand a word he's saying because he's just wheezing on the phone. Whee! <laughs> yeah. And then I, I said, he's, he's afraid that Matthew's going to catch him drunk. And I was like, listen, I don't care what happens at home, but just record it when Matthew gets home. So Damon Moore walks in the door last night. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, you're drunk? I had like a whole bottle of Riesling. Oh, must be nice. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> and I pretended to be smart and wineish. You know, I would have taken time off work to go do the same thing. Either you can't take time off. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> we flew. Oh, did you? Oh. We wined and dined in the vines. Mm-hmm. Come and hug me. Oh my god, you're hot and sweet. Oh my god. Dance <laughs> with me. I can smell. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I just a bottle. Look. Good, you better. You just brought, bought more than one bottle. This one is called Rose. <laughs> 
Oh my god. This is the best rosé I've ever had in my life. Really? Clearly, I can see that. Great. We're gonna go there this summer. Okay, great. Let's <laughs> no, more. It doesn't work when one of them is sober and the other one is drunk. Dance. No. I was day drinking. <laughs> oh, really? You must <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner? Oh, you go to bed, sleep. Oh. I love you. <laughs> hey, kiss. It's Razamoka. I'm stuck in the 401, listening to Drunk Mori and um, crying, laughing. <laughs> I just I shot breakfast news smoothie out of my nose all over the steering wheel, so oh, I no. thought that you guys needed to know that. Which part of Dan and Mori being drunk in Niagara was your favorite that made the smoothie? fly out of your nose when Maury was telling jokes or when Maury went home and was talking to Matthew and Matthew obviously sober Maury wasted yeah so it was totally Maury trying to drunk Maury trying to dance with sober Matthew yeah I could just picture that awkwardness and yeah. And you know Matthew's Matthew's too, a trooper. Well, I mean, but Matthew's like too cheap to use the air conditioning even this time of year, right? So more just sitting in that <laughs> oh, condo no. sweating rose out oh. of every pore. <laughs> Hell, this is so gross. That makes the hangover even that much better, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your name? My name is Valerie. Valerie, we love you. Thank you very much for listening to the Roz and Mocha love Show. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So I'm starting to slightly come around to the Haley Baldwin, Justin Bieber story. Why? Because you recognize that they're truly in love? <laughs> no, uh, because it wasn't so much w- what I'm reading now, a spur of the moment decision where he actually sort of thought about this for a while. Like, I guess he went to Stephen Baldwin, her dad, and did the like the mano a mano face to face meeting before oh, he yeah? proposed to her. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't as impulsive as it seemed. So why, again, would you do it in a public restaurant in Bahamas? Like, why, like that's not the most, to me, romantic thing that you could do. So he did. He went and did the whole asking the dad uh, thing and then, you know, sprung it on her. Like it was a big planned out thing. Like maybe it wasn't as impulsive that uh, I don't know. I don't know. But still at 24 and 21, what are you doing getting married, man? Uh, When you're in love, dude, (laughs) love conquers all. Four one six eight seven zero eighty eight eighty eight. Hi, this is the Raza Moga Show. What's going on? So you're saying that uh, uh, Bieber and uh, Baldwin got engaged or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In today's time, do you think that it's still customary for the guy to ask the girl father for the hand in marriage? I think it's always weird. Yeah. 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 I went and I well, asked. Uh, I don't know if it was. I, I think everybody that I know that got married went to the parents' house. Mm-hmm. Just, just what you always hear growing up. And I remember uh, before proposing to Jenna, I went and I talked to her mom and her sister. Yeah. And Jenna asked me, she was straight up. She was like, what if my mom had said, no, I don't give the blessing at all. Well, that's the problem. I said, well, I, still, I still would have married you. Like, I still would have asked you. It sets, it sets up a, like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think that it is a wonderful... Um, I think it's a wonderful heads up. I, I yes, think the sir. idea I think the idea historically of asking for permission is jacked. I think that it's a wonderful heads up to say, hey, just so you know, yeah, I'm gonna propose to your daughter. Yeah. I think I think that's fine. But I think the idea of asking permission is, is sort of it, 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 it's this kind of mentality of like you want your daughter to grow up and make decisions and not get bossed around, but yet the precedent is that in order for her to make life 
changing decisions, she then needs the permission of another man in her life. Right. Which is weird. Let to me clarify. Me. It wasn't permission. I just asked for a blessing. Right. When but I went to, to, to even still, talk to but, her mother. But what had it? But if he, what if they said no? Like she's I right. Like what if they said you still, still would have done asked. it? Yeah. Oh, uh, for sure. Of I course. still would have asked. No, no. I think it's just I, like I would say a heads up because you're all family, right? I don't think that there's anything wrong. But I also am kind of like. What if they can't keep the secret? And then the lousy mother-in-law or father-in-law blabs to your girl that you're going to propose. Right, right. Like so much can go wrong. See, when I did it, it was a couple of days before I proposed to her. Yeah. Right? Because I know that Jenna and her mom and sister are super close. They talk every single day. They hang out all the time. Just in case anyone slipped up. Yeah. I don't think that they would have. They kept the secret. But it rather well so- for a few days but I had already picked out the ring paid for it bought it was right. picking it up a couple days later and I went there and I told them the entire plan right and I said hey by the way but why do you need to do that I just don't understand why we're doing such an old fashioned thing where you need to ask permission to tell your parents it's, what it, you're doing it is, it is a ge- it is I understand the gesture but I, I think that where it came from was you actually legitimately needed permission right you needed somebody's you know blessing in order to uh, for them to release their daughter to you. It's like when when fathers give away, you know, the the daughter at the altar. You're not their property. You're their dad. No, yeah, but, but there, there's no there's no the, the idea of a man walking a young woman down the aisle and basically handing her over to another man is kind of weird to me. But people still look at it that way. Now, if you look at that gesture uh, in a different way, or if you look at that gesture and you're taking it a different way, and you may just sort of want to go with tradition and everything else, that's fine. But people who legit Legitimately, still believe that. I think it's a really messed up way of thinking. I don't know if it's a belief thing or if it's just a superstition. And if we don't, then it's bad luck. No, I don't think it's a superstition. Hey, Tyler, are you married? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, in October, I am. Oh, okay. So did you go I, um, to your to your fiance's no, no, parents' no, house? No. You, no. Did you give them the heads up or anything? I mean, they had an idea. I didn't go there, and I wasn't like, hey, just so you know, like I'm going to be proposing this and that because it, it was like. We, I was planning it for months. It was just spur of the moment. Whenever it happens, it happens. I basically yeah. had the thing on me for like a month and a half, right? Yeah. So we ended up going um, public skating, and I did it there with a couple of her friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's so like prehistoric and barbaric to ask the the dad for the hand in marriage, and then just like you were just saying, walking her down the aisle. Like we're not doing any of that. Yeah. She like she's not getting walked down the aisle by her dad, or not, and they're wicked, wicked close. Like yeah. And so it's it's. Just completely unorthodox from what also I've everyone watched, else does. I've watched The Bachelor enough to know that those conversations don't always go the way you think they're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. I just wasn't going to do it. It just seems so old. You know, maybe it's The Bachelor that has ruined it for me. Hey, Tyler, appreciate the phone call as always, brother. All right, thanks, guys. Take care, dude. See you. Hi, Ron Zamoka. Who's this? Hi, it's Maria. How are you? Good. What's going on, Maria? I'm just on my drive to work and was listening to you guys about the... Uh, whole asking the parents or asking permission or just informing whichever way you want to twist and turn it Mm -hmm. i think it's a nice little gesture and uh it's it's a nice little unspoken tradition i guess you can call it but i think i have got two daughters that are at that age where they're each with a significant other and i would think as a single mom because they don't have their dad in, in 
the picture that they would uh, they would come to me first. I think that I it's think. A, I think it's a nice tradition, but it's a nice it, like I, it's not but, a tradition per se. No, but it's based on something that was terrible. No, I don't think so, Rob. I think you've got a little bit of a harsh uh, uh, comeback on that, where it's like. The girl needs to ask permission for everything she does. In that's her exactly life. what it is. is that's it exactly is not, where, that's though. exactly where it was. Is that you needed Absolutely the father's? Absolutely not. You needed the father's permission. It's not permission. It's just more. You know what? I'm. No, but I what I'm saying. I, I, I don't care what it is now. What I'm saying <laughs> is, you can sort of co-opt it any way you want, but it's based oh, on. It, but it's you based are. On, but it's based <laughs> off something that was really jacked. No, I don't. Th- maybe once upon a time. That's but what nowadays, I'm saying. But I said it's an. Un, it's it's not a. A tradition per se. It's more of a respect thing. And uh, a lot of people don't have respect nowadays. And it's, it's nice that if the young man respects the family and his future uh, wife, fiance, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. I think that it's a nice little gesture. It's not like, please and thank you. And may I marry, I'd like to marry your daughter. And, you know, that all still stands. I think chivalry and everything like that still stands. Who cares if the guy opens the door for the girl type thing? You know, that's nice. When I see a young man opening the door for me, I say, you know what, keep that up. You'll, you'll get yourself a nice one. I don't know. The idea of two men sitting <laughs> around having a conversation about permission of what a woman's going to do with the rest of her life just weirds Not me permission. out. permission. Get that word out of your head. That's, that's the way people Mocha, say it. I think, Everybody no, says, I think, did you go and ask her permission from her no, dad? Yes. No, yes. I think Mocha was pretty cool. And I know what you're trying to do, mister. <laughs> I like you too, but I like Mocha more. There oh, you great. go. Okay, now, the oh, it all yeah. comes yeah. out. Oh, <laughs> it all See, comes that's out. That's what happens when you keep but, your mouth shut. To become the favorite. <laughs> First of all, and, and, and if you just want to know, if I ever did ask Catherine to marry me, there's no way I'm going to her parents. This is the kind of family that sends pictures of what they're buying each other for Christmas to buy text well, to each other before they buy it. Are, there's, no one, there's no one in that family that can keep a secret. Uh, Maria. Okay, so you tell, tell me this, Roz. Yeah. If uh, a young man one day wants to uh, wants to marry your little one, yeah. well, once you a young woman, yeah. What would you do if he came up to you? Would, would that make you feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Or would it you would. accept it? No. What would it you would. do? Would you dish diss the guy right yes. then and there? Yes. No, don't you dare. Yes, I would. <laughs> Yes, I would. Don't you dare the only thing that, it, receive no, it, and no. appreciate it. I would say, listen, this conversation you're having me with right now is the one that you need to be having with my daughter, and I hope you already have had it. And if she's cool, I'm cool. That's you know the conversation. She's, also, she's let's gonna... arm wrestle right now. Also, let's bare knuckle fight. <laughs> you know what? You guys are great. And then I'd be you like, Catherine, get the oil. <laughs> <laughs> you're that horrible. That man will turn you're around horrible. and run so far. <laughs> you know what, Roz? I think that little Mr. Tough Exterior with your little one, I'm telling you, she's got you wrapped around her. I'm not finger. saying I'm the and opposite on, of the tough on, dad. Mister, I'm the on, I'm not going to be the dad that's standing there with the not. shotgun. I don't make those no, jokes. I'm the exact opposite of that. But if the young man decided to come and and uh, speak to you about the proposal and wanting to marry your girl, um, I think that you would get very emotional. Just nope. from what I understand of you through the radio. No, I would call Roxy and I would say, you're going to marry the wrong guy right now. 
you're about to make a, you're about to make a huge mistake. Never. Amazing the way you went about your proposal, the way you went about proposing to Jenna. Everything is cool. Uh, Maria, we love you so yes. much. Thank you for calling in today. All right, take Bye. care, guys. Enjoy your day. Bye. Bye-bye. You too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you hear that version of the uh, Elvis Presley song that Zayn released? No. He did I Can't Help Falling in Love. Oh, yeah. Have you heard this yet? No. You have it there. rendition of can't help falling in love with you who it's by yeah is this one this is the only one that i will ever accept ever 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 i don't care what kind of twist zane malik tries to put on that like elvis aside song. from the elvis one though you mean the only one you'll accept aside from elvis mm, you no, don't hold, actually, on a, hold on a second here you don't accept the elvis one but you accept another version yeah this one. Oh yeah this one's good who was the boy band was this? UB40. UB40. And right. maybe the reason why. See, and I thought I like, about, yeah. I like this one better. Mm-hmm. Is because I always thought this was a UB40 song. I found out afterwards that it was an Elvis song. Well, that's like a lot of people with Red Red Wine. I mean, I'm a, they thought that Red Red Wine was originally a UB40 song. Who's it by? Neil Diamond. No, it's not. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, Red Red Wine is not their song. Also, for the longest time, up until like maybe two years ago, yeah. I thought that the lyric was not wise men sing. Yeah. I thought it was white men sing. <laughs> really? Yeah. So even as white a kid, men? Yeah. White so, men? Yeah. So listen. Listen, man. It was the 80s. Whatever. Listen to the beginning of this song. Tell me it doesn't sound like you're saying white men sing. Oh, I, you screwed it up. You were getting all racial. <laughs> ah, come on. <laughs> but in your head, do you not start putting the pieces together and go, okay, what that word is, it sort of sounds like a couple of different words here. Uh, what makes the most sense? White men sing because there's a bunch no, of white guys in this band. No. And you'd be 40. No. Uh, your head should not go there. Especially when you were a kid. You shouldn't. It's not right. I grew up in Scarborough. What you want? White man say. Listen See, again. I'm- when he sings it again. Listen, listen. Right here, right here. Right here. No, that's clearly wise. No, he white man. clearly says wise. No, he says white. No. He's a white guy. Yeah, I understand he's a white guy. So he's saying. No. Like instead of saying. I say. No. Uh, no, no, no. So back to... I sort of feel that, that Zane was doing a little bit of... I think that he did a cover of UB40 as opposed to you doing a cover of Elvis Presley because I think the way that Zane sings this is a take on the way that UB40 sang this, on, not on a take on the way again. Elvis sang it. Yeah. 
do that. You can't screw up the chorus. No. You can do whatever you want in the verses. Yeah. You can mess around and come in late and come in early. You can do all that. I don't mind that. But you can't screw up the the, the sort of cadence and tempo of the chorus. No. This is terrible. This part. No. I mean, he's got a beautiful voice, for God's sake. Zane is a fantastic singer. But this part? Yeah, no, no you can't. No. You can't screw with that. No. You got to stick to this. White men sing. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I feel so gross today. Why? You didn't shower? No. You I, didn't brush your teeth? No, I accidentally ate fries and gravy last night. Me accidentally ate fries and gravy. So, okay, so... That sounds fantastic. We had just come off a week of vacation, and I was on the set of E.T. Canada yesterday, and I caught a glimpse of myself in the monitor, yeah. and I was just like a little bloated from just all the garbage food and yeah. booze and everything else Listen, for the week. everybody, summertime. Yeah, and so when I went home last night, I was just going to order something, and because I was so tired that I just I, I ordered up from this Greek place and I was like just give me three of the chicken skewers sure that's it that's it that's just it. skewers yeah just skewers just no a little, rice just, no potatoes no, 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 no salad just a little protein that's it that's all I that's all I need and then when the delivery comes yeah and it's not like I'm on a diet. I just wanted. I just didn't want to mess around with anything else. I don't want to get any more bloated. I'm just trying to de-bloat. Yeah. Okay, sure. ladies, you know what I'm saying, right? I got a mission. One is to get rid of the bloat. Yeah. Then I can handle everything else. So I just got to get rid of the bloat. And then when the guy delivers it, it's this huge package. And I open it up, and my three chicken skewers are on top. And then I open. There's a giant thing on the bottom, and I pull it out. And I open it, and it's like this giant size order of French fries. Yeah. Right? Okay. And then I reach back into the bag to get a fork for the chicken. Uh-huh. And my hand hits this little tub of gravy that I then pull out. Yeah. And so I make a deal with myself, because I know I have no salt in the house. I'm out of salt. Okay. Catherine didn't buy any. And I say to myself, if I put one of these fries in my mouth and there's no salt on them, I'm not going to eat any. Okay. And then so I reach in and I grab one fry and I put it in my mouth and it was covered in salt. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So next thing I know, I don't know what happened next, but I was at the table and I'm licking gravy off my wrist because I'm putting so much gravy on handfuls of French fries that it's running down, that it's running down my arm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. As you're telling this story, (laughs) I need to switch up the music. Okay. Because I love where the story is going. Okay. So continue with your story. Yeah. But just speak just a, okay. a little bit slower. Okay. So I'm sitting there accidentally eating fries and gravy. Yeah. That it's a portion size for like, I don't know, Vikings. Can you put the other sexy one on? I prefer the other sexy one. Which one? This one? No. No. You have another one. Not that dirty? No. Oh, I know which one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go with this one. Okay. So I'm sitting there. At this point, I haven't even touched the chicken. And I'm not on, like, a diet. 
but it really at this point starts to feel like I'm cheating. Sure. Right? And because Catherine and Roxy are not even in the house, they're out west at her folks' place. So, was so this it a doesn't feel like then? it doesn't feel like cheating. It starts to feel like infidelity at this point. Well, was this a right? mistake in your order? Yeah, I didn't order fries and gravy. It just came with it. I guess fries come with chicken. But what about the gravy? It's gravy comes with fries. You're going to question that at this point? Absolutely not. Thank you. I'm not questioning anything at so this point. So I'm alone in the house yeah. feeling like a huge cheat, right? <laughs> like, Okay, here's a question. Like, I sit with my back to the window at this point, right? Lights are on or off? Oh, it's completely dark. Okay, were the lights on <laughs> when the delivery came? And once you realize it was in the bank, can, I tell, you, can I tell you what had happened? Tell me. I was so tired that before my order came, I actually turned all the lights off and just lit a candle. <laughs> So I'm in the living room at this point making love to french fries and gravy. You know what I'm like at this point? I'm like, you know, you know in old movies when the farmer would be would be at home and his wife would be upstairs sleeping and it would be pouring rain and the very flirtatious gorgeous hitchhiker would knock on his door looking for a place to yeah. sleep for the night. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. You know, and then she's like, "Oh, could you help me out of this blouse?" and I'd be like, "What kind of gentleman would I be if I didn't at least help with a couple buttons?" <laughs> You know? My mama raised me right. At this point, at this point, I'm helping this fries and gravy, you know, take its blouse off, right? Like, I'm really into it. And then I wound up destroying this entire thing of fries and gravy. Oh, hell yeah. As you should. And here's the good news and the bad news. Okay. The good news is... I have plenty of chicken to eat for tonight's dinner. The bad news was last night I only had fries and gravy. <laughs> In the dark with a candle. By accident. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Have you done an escape room yet, Mocha? I have not. You haven't? No. I love escape rooms, man. They're a lot of fun. And so where the hell was this? Uh, Washington State. A guy, a burglar broke into a strip mall. Okay. And I guess a whole bunch of stuff went wrong and the place that he broke into was an actual escape room business. Did he know he was breaking in there? No. Oh. And then he wound up inside one of the rooms and couldn't get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's an escape room, and he, you stupid and idiot. he had to call 911 on himself. No, he didn't. Yeah, because he couldn't get out. <gasps> I woke my wife up, and I'm like, we got to get up. We got things going down. He actually opened a door, pushed over our lockers, um, destroyed some uh, nice uh, flowers, and then came in and made himself at home. I feel kind of violated, you know? It's like we are a small business. We put our heart and soul and all of our um, money into this place to make it work. And our sole goal is to bring happiness and fun to families and to businesses. And uh, it doesn't feel good to get taken advantage of. Anybody who's done an escape room knows that there's very little happiness or fun in the escape room while the escape room's going on. But if you're a burglar, right? Yeah. And you know you're going to rob a place? Yeah. When you do your research first and like get a map and figure out your route and exactly where it is you're going to break into? <sighs> what is it? What is it? Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. You bust thinking. in a joint. You look for anything you can pawn. <laughs> 
And this idiot falls what are you, into an what are you, escape room. These guys working six months on this like detailed plan to break into a strip mall. <laughs> yeah, I guess. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> but there is no fun in a, in an escape room. They are extremely fun, but while you're in that room, it's wildly stressful, and you oh, can only do fun, yeah. Because I remember, if you can find it, Dammit Maury and his husband Dammit Matthew did uh, an escape room, and yeah. if you're not with people who know how to sort of. Uh, take responsibility for their own failures and give up control. You will be dead in an escape room because all you will do is fight. And if you remember, Dammit Morning, Dammit Matthew were in an escape room and they almost murdered each other. Hang on, I have it here. <gasps> what? The numbers go here. I'm gonna f***ing kill you. <laughs> I just realized you, <laughs> you knew that all along, did you? No, I didn't. Three... Oh my god, oops. Maureen, <laughs> I swear to god, this is all your fault. No, but if you put the light... Did you do 353? Three? It's open. Oh my god. So this whole time I was f***ing right. <laughs> yeah, so that's what happens in an escape room, right? You have to be able to, if you're working on something, and you're like, oh, I'm almost there, I'm almost there, and somebody goes, let me try. In an escape room, you have to say, okay, and walk away. And trust and that they and know move on to something else. what they're doing, yeah. Yeah, you can't do that thing in an escape room where you start taking ownership over the tasks at hand. You have to have very little ego in an escape room. Otherwise, you will be like Maury and Matthew and almost kill each other. Look at this. The ones with the eyes open. Yeah, your theories don't work. I don't see you coming up with any damn theories. There's no f***ing letters on that thing, is there? That's all it is, is letters. Let's just arrange these f***ing animals. Can you hold this? We don't need five eyes or closed. We're gonna try the eye closed, and then we're gonna try the eyes open. We're gonna do both, because that's what we do when we're solving a murder. You try everything. <laughs> So good. I love that. We got to send you guys back. To oh my God, that summer, is man. the best. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So $29.99 for a burger and fries, Mocha. What? Yeah, $29.99 for a burger and fries. It's a McDonald's burger. And uh, as we had said, the guy who's selling it is selling it for $29.99 because it's six years old. You know that old story of the McDonald's burgers and fries never go bad? Yeah. You can just leave it there for an infinite amount of time and it will always look like a McDonald's burgers and yeah. fries. This still, after six years, looks just like a perfect McDonald's burger and fries. And uh, now he's selling it to make a buck. Uh, $29.99 for a six-year-old cheeseburger and fries. All right, let's talk to Dave Alexander. How are you, Dave? Good, how are you? Good, man. Uh, welcome to the Ronza Mocha Show. So twenty nine ninety nine, huh? It was. Yeah. Oh, what what is it now? Well, um, uh, eBay ended up taking it down. Um, it was up for about eighteen hours. Yeah. Um, and uh, they just abruptly took it down in that eighteen hours. It was up to one hundred and fifty bucks. And uh, so we were pretty upset with why, that. Why did, so, why, did, why did eBay take it down? Well, you're not going to believe it, but their excuse was that there was no expiry date on it. What? For, for real. But <laughs> so, they know, like, did they read the description that it was a six-year-old hamburger and fries? Yeah, I and know. And not it's meant to be crazy. consumed by anyone? Well, and this is what we said. We're, we said we're not selling it as a food item. Yeah. It wasn't in the food item category or anything like that. And uh, then we started arguing a little bit and I told them you know what if I had a fish that was shellacked and put on a board on the wall do I need an expiry date for that and they said no 
So I said, really, what's the difference? And they really didn't want to discuss it. They said that was their policy, and that's all That's all there was to it. So they took it oh. down, and now I'm stuck with this cheeseburger for, I don't know, another six years? I don't know. <laughs> so you've been hanging on to this cheeseburger fries for six years now. Where have you been keeping yeah. it? Um, it was on a shelf right behind the uh, uh, monitor of my computer in my home office. Oh, so so I've been, so I've been staring at this thing. But like it wrapped up or did you put it like in a glass case or? No, the day the day, <laughs> the day I bought it, um, I took it out of its wrapper. I took the uh, top bun off and just kind of leaned it to the side, <laughs> put it on a plate and uh, sat it on the shelf. Wait, and why that, did you do this, Dave? In the first place. Well, it was because I had heard years and years ago, maybe 10 years ago or something, that these McDonald's cheeseburgers may possibly never go bad. And being a small farmer, I did not believe it. I thought that must be an urban legend or a myth or something. Like a a small farmer is in your 5'2", or you have a small farm? Oh, we have a very small farm. Okay. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, (laughs) so that was kind of the reason behind doing it. I just wanted to see, and honestly, I thought the thing was going to last for maybe three weeks or something, and then it would just rot out. You know, what was the most interesting thing about the entire experiment up till now is that living on a farm, you know, flies are a part of life, and uh, we have never one single time seen a fly land on this thing. Really? At what point after that three months that, uh, or three weeks that you thought that it was going to go bad, that you decided just to to hang on to it, just to see what would happen? Well, I'm I'm inherently lazy, so I just kind of (laughs) left it there. And then uh, about a year after that, a friend of mine kind of challenged me and said, why don't you make a homemade cheeseburger and fries and put it beside it and see what happens? So I did that. Gross. And so now I've got a five-year-old homemade one um, that didn't fare quite so well. The fries, the McDonald's fries, the restaurant fries, uh, look like they were purchased yesterday. They're they're in mint condition. Yeah. The homemade fries just turned into little bits of charcoal. Right. Oh, no. So, yeah. So what so now? It, You're stuck with the burger and fries from McDonald's that you bought six years ago that are like literally looked like in mint condition. eBay took it down, so you were up to a hundred and something bucks uh, on bits. <laughs> have people tried to reach out to you? Uh, they have. We have had uh, a few offers. Nothing like that, though. Um, we've had some offers to trade. To trade? What are people looking to trade? Um, we had an offer for a two-year-old donut. Oh. Um, <laughs> this is so great. This is so great. Well, my, my issue here now is the reason I was selling it in the first place was uh, my wife and I are empty nesters and we want to downsize and possibly sell the farm. And I was not going to pack up this cheeseburger and move with it. <laughs> yeah. So... So now I'm stuck with this cheeseburger. I don't know. I don't really know what to do with it. I got an idea. What? Throw in the garbage. (laughs) It's a six-year-old cheeseburger (laughs) fries, dude. I'm I'm thinking of naming it. You are too emotionally connected (laughs) to a six-year-old cheeseburger and fries, bro. Yeah, I don't don't know. It would break my heart to... uh, to just throw it out. Well, okay, we have your number, and if anybody would like to buy uh, Dave's <laughs> six-year-old cheeseburger and fries, 
feel free to give us a call. We can do like a private sale. And you, you can take commission for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Find your speed. No, you know what? We're good. I don't, I don't want I don't want any part of this. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's great. <laughs> hey, Dave, thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. All the best with yep. your uh, your experiment, your six-year-old McDonald's cheeseburger and fries that you're trying to trying to. Yeah, well, on. thanks for your interest. I really appreciate All it. Right. Take care, yeah. brother. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. If you're ever on a hike... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hypothetical. I'm not asking you, because I know you, Roz, would never be on a hike. Yeah. And you came across a bear. Would you know what to do? Would I know what to do? Um, because from what I remember, yeah. what you hear on TV and stuff, they say if you're approached by a bear... As if you're bigger than the bear. No, I to would try s- to scare the bear right. away. No, I would do the. Put your arms up, scream really, really loud. No, I yell heard- at the bear, and then the bear would potentially back down, walk away, or do the opposite and rip the face off. No. I, I heard that you're supposed to just stand still like a tree, and then it like just thinks that you're uh, not a human person. I, I would not that I ever want to go out not fighting back. But you wouldn't I, fight a bear? No, I'm just saying. I, let me finish. I said, not that I ever want to go out not fighting back, but I think that I would assume a very submissive, non-threatening position and let the bear know that I am not a threat in any way and that that bear is the boss. These Australian hikers were out and saw a bear. Whipped out the cell phone right away. Idiots. And recorded what they did when encountering a bear. Okay. Stay there, Barry. Don't follow us. <laughs> don't come towards us. <laughs> I don't want to use my bear spray. Oh, no. That's a good boy. Good boy. That's a good boy. <laughs> bear just starts walking away. <laughs> Crap, he's huge. <laughs> That's good. Okay, come forward. Come We're forward. not going to have to. No, come forward. That's it. Keep going. Keep going. So calm. Keep going. Okay. He's going to come this way. Keep going. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. Look at you go. Crap, he's huge. <laughs> so talk to the bear and offer lots of positive encouragement then, right? Yeah. Is that what you do? Totally. I don't think they did the right thing. I just think that the thing they did happened to work. They, they maybe just got lucky. Hey, Barry. Yeah. Hey, that's a good boy. Bear, oh, look at you. No, I don't bear think that's the... Bear walking by a bear like, you know what? I woke up today. I wasn't <laughs> feeling too good about myself. Met these two folks. Yeah. Look at me. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. I am a good boy. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Where are we here? Oh, um, is this true, Maury, this story that... They're talking about how certain things over time have made somebody seem like they have money, that you give the illusion of being wealthy or being rich. And it used to be a belly back in the 1800s. If you had a like a if a man you had were a belly, well fed. you were well fed. Yes, probably diabetic as well, <laughs> um, and would live to a max of 41 right. years old. Yeah, you're gonna get some sort of disease that they don't have a cure for yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good luck with that. It's called penicillin. Um, 
No, so back uh, in the day that they had said, yes, want a belly, but when they did this study in 1992, one of the things that they said that made somebody give the illusion that you had money or that somebody would look at you like you were rich is if you ate fancy mustard. Like if you could what? afford to buy like Grey Poupon. Because you remember those commercials, right? Grey oh, Poupon, yeah. they really marketed it as a mustard for the rich. Which, if you because think about that, something in, about uh, somebody was sitting in the back of a limo. Yes. Do you have any great poupon? Yeah. Oh, was it two rich guys that pulled up <laughs> next to each other? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was two rich guys, two rich, two rich guys that pulled up, and what was it? Their limos passed each other on like a and they rolled down a the really window. beautiful street, yeah. and then they rolled down the window, and the one guy was like. Excuse me, do you have any gray poupon? Right, yeah, and they just, I just happen to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now you can get it at the corner store. Yeah, and now you can buy it in a package yeah. Yeah, for free at Longo's to spread on a salad, right? Yeah. Um, so now they say that the one thing that is the tell that you have money or more money than most. A Gucci is, bag. No, an iPhone. What? Yeah. But everybody has an iPhone. That's not yeah. true. Not everybody has an iPhone. People have smartphones. Or the iPhone X. But not everybody has an iPhone. So I guess iPhone is still that sort of status. Yeah? Yeah. I remember, and I'm going to, not so much the iPhone, but but Apple did do something where they clearly marked people who could afford things that others could not afford. Which is? That was the moment when you would walk down the street and you'd be like, oh my God, look at that. That guy. And your friend would be like, what guy? And you'd be like, him. And you'd be like, what? And you'd go, he has white headphones. <laughs> right? Because traditionally headphones are black. White headphones meant that you could afford an iPod. Right. Oh, yeah, true. Don't you remember they had the whole right? thing, hide your white headphones because then someone's yes. going to rob you. Somebody was, and then people started stealing people's white headphones because white headphones were the thing that you only got and now white that, headphones are everywhere. Yeah, there was that window where only Apple users who could afford an iPod had white headphones, and everybody else had black, cheap headphones that made you look poor. And that's when people started stealing, and generic, right? And that's when people started stealing your white headphones. Like, you had to take your white headphones if you went on, like, and tuck them into the top yeah. of your shirt. Yeah. So, so people, they would just rip them right out of your ears and run. Like right out of your ears and run. Now Damn. I think there's like a drawer full of them over the end. Yeah, the exactly. Now everybody's got them. Everyone's got them, yeah. yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? I just wanted to say um, a good deed happened uh, today. Um, I let a person in in the traffic line, and then he butted in and, and ended up going into Tim Hortons ahead of me. And when we went to pay for our bill, he treated us. Wow, there oh, you wow. go. So, Look at that. That's, yeah. that's a nice thing. I've been, I've been hearing that that happens every once in a while, different places around, yeah. but it's never happened to me. Oh, so yeah. um, I just wanted to say a shout out to thank you to the stranger who bought me breakfast today. See, had, had I been in traffic, uh-huh. and then somebody, I was trying to butt in, and somebody let me, and then we both got off the highway at the same time, and then they followed me through the city, and then I went to Tim Hortons and they followed me into Tim Hortons, I would be terrified. <laughs> but I didn't butt in. I didn't butt in. I let him in. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. If if I'm yeah. if I was him, I would be terrified that you're following me to uh, for homicide reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so like he bought her the coffee just to be like, listen, we're cool, right? We're cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever done that before, Roz, or had it done to you? Okay, forget it. Have I ever? Have I ever done what? Like, and if you're in a drive-thru that either the person, the car in front of you purchased your order yeah. or that you purchased the order for the person behind you? 
Um, no, but I have paid for a stranger's table in a restaurant their entire dinner. Oh yeah, without them knowing. Really? Yeah, yeah That's I've really done nice. that. I've done that. Just for no. No, just they deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, they deserved it. My problem with all of that is yeah. I get so embarrassed with that kind of thing. With any sort of, I get like, I'll do charitable things. I will do nice things. Uh-huh. But I can't have anyone point at me and say you did something nice, right? Because that makes me extremely uncomfortable. Oh. Just the idea that somebody would think that I would do something nice makes me extremely uncomfortable. Oh. But I do do nice things. You just said doo-doo. Shut up. <laughs> Trying to distract from the nice thing that you do. You said doo-doo. Stop <laughs> Thanks it. so much for the phone call today. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So there's a new study, and I... And I had a tie on yesterday, and again, I'm a little bit bloated from the vacation week. You look fabulous. Thank you, Maury. And the study is that a tie that is too tight around your neck can cut blood flow to your head by 8%. What? 8%. They say wearing one constricts the veins to your neck so much that it can reduce blood flow to the person's brain by 8%. That's enough to potentially slow down your brain's processing power or worse, in worst case scenario, even cause a stroke. Oh my God, and you wear a tie every day. I know, but for me, it's not the tie that's too tight. It's always the shirt that's too tight. Yeah. It's always an ill-fitting shirt. Nobody will do their tie up too tight. It's always it's, squeezing it's, your fat neck into a shirt yeah, that you shouldn't yeah. be wearing and anymore. The Right? Not the pants, Maury. <laughs> it's like, and the pants, and the socks, and the shoes. <laughs> okay, it's not, it's not the pants, you dingbat. Uh, do you, do you want me to do this? This is my dad did this. He did what? He my tied dad it up tied for you? this, yeah. Let me see it. Yeah, there you go. What do you mean your dad did it? My, all my ties are done by my dad. Yeah. I, you don't have the tie tie? No. I have, this, I have this too. I keep ties like this too in my yeah. dressing room. Where I'm going to undo it though. <gasps> oh. Oh it's like, God. I got to drive to Burlington also, and talk to, dad, get, Frank to, no. get Frank to redo my tie. Your dad did this in a way of where as soon as you, you undo it, it turns into a big giant knot. Okay. <laughs> look, at how, look at how crinkly that tie is. Oh, no. It's been like that for like, like years. A, looks like yeah. a piece of paper that you just uncrinkled. I know. There you go. Looks okay. like a whip. <laughs> now, do you want me to try and do this? Yeah, do you know how to tie a tie? No. We've done this before. Have you not learned since the last time we did this? No, because all the ties are tied. Right. What? Okay. Okay, so what did you just do there? Describe, describe <laughs> okay, what so you're doing. Bless you. So it's around my neck with the fat end on the left and the skinny <laughs> end on the right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then my understanding is you put fat over skinny. Right. And then fat loops around and fat then... Sort of loops uh, around where? Loops so around fat where? loops around skinny. Okay. Yeah. Fat goes around skinny. First of all, let me can you just pause for one second. Yeah. Maury is doing all this, by the way, for anybody who's listening. Uh, Maury's folding like the over and under. He's doing all the mechanics of putting a tie together below his nipples, like just above <laughs> his belly button. So you can imagine what this tie is going to look like when it's done. Okay, continue. Okay, Maury. so fat over skinny. Yeah. Fat loops around skinny and pushes its way through fat and skinny. Okay. Right. So now fat is looped over skinny. Okay. And then my understanding But is, also fat's touching fat now. Yeah, so fat and fat and skinny is sort of okay. tucked around on the side. All right, look at how long that back part is, Maury. How are you going to fix that problem? I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> then, then you shimmy it? Okay. okay. So then now uh, tip of fat yeah. goes, goes, loops through, kind of nodding through so, itself. Okay, so Maury just took anybody who's listening right now, Maury flipped the, the fat part over the skinny part, looped the fat part over the skinny part of the fat part, and then took the tip of the fat part and rammed it upwards through the loop of this, the, the skinny part. Yeah, upwards. Now, now you Instead um, of going down, Maury went up. 
Now you you sort of fist the knot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is okay, that? Let me try again. Okay. Like I would say that. Okay. I was, geez, it's not like you couldn't even like I could understand if you were used to just wearing like a neckerchief or something like that. I think if I'm not mistaken, you're going to have to come around me and walk me. I'm through this. not doing anything <laughs> behind you. You're going to have to loop no, around me. I'm not. Okay, okay, one more time. Okay, Marty. fat. Even over it skinny. out though, because you know that the the you know the skinny part has to be shorter okay. than the the fat part. There, it's even. Okay, yeah. So okay. should it be even though? Like, think of the logic in this. Should it be even? No. What does the tie look like once it's finally tied? Tied, but it's uh Tied was your answer. <laughs> what does a tie look like when it's finally tied? tied. <laughs> I got it! Tied. <laughs> okay. Okay. So okay. let's just assume you're right, and then the fat needs to be shorter than the skinny. No, that is not at all. Skinny. Opposite. Opposite? Yes, yeah. sir. Oh. Oh, because of the knots take up space. Interesting point. Okay. Fat over skinny. Fat over skinny. Fat shimmies its way around skinny. Yeah. Okay. Maury's tying a tie, by the way, if you're just joining um, us, good morning. And then... Trying to. Uh, and then take fat, push it through the bottom of the skin. <laughs> you just undid the whole You just undid the whole thing. Now you got your arm okay. stuck. Now, <laughs> now your face is ready, your neck is twice the size. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't okay. even think a YouTube fat video can help you. Yeah. Fat pushes its way through the skinny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then... What did you do? Like, did you ever go to a dance at school or any sort of formal thing that you had to wear a tie or? No. I mean, I remember growing up, I had a clip-on tie. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> My bar mitzvah was a clip-on. Okay, fat over skinny. Yeah. Skinny wraps its way around the fat. Yeah. Okay, and then you push the fat through the skinny. Yeah, and then it's undone again. <laughs> it's like a magic trick you're doing, Warren. <laughs> Is this a riddle? Right. Okay. Okay, one more one time. One more time, please. For God's sake. Fat over skinny. Okay. Right? Yeah. Fat pushes its way through the skinny. Yeah. Maybe you take the skinny and push it through the fat. Okay. Yeah. And then... Yeah. And then... Yeah. And oh. then... Oh my oh, God, oh, oh, you oh. almost have it. You oh, almost oh, have it. You oh. almost have it. And then you put the fat through the yeah, knot of the skinny. Have, yeah, you almost oh. have it. Look at that. Look at that. It's, it's an absolute disaster. <laughs> It's an absolute disaster. It's an absolute disaster. <laughs> it looks like it looks like you got like ten rubber bands that like have a all hobo. that have all no. got intertwined with one another. Dude, that is the absolute worst looking tie I've ever seen in my entire Who's life. Who's gonna do this? Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz, there is a super fan of the Roz and Mocha Show named Paige. Okay. Who listens every day. She tweets the show. She listens to our podcast and comments on the podcast a lot. And her best friend is Casey. Now, when it was Paige's birthday, Casey asked us to call Paige for her birthday. Okay. Did we? And we called her. Oh, we're so nice. And it was a big surprise. And Paige loved it. So over the weekend, it was Casey's birthday. But obviously, we weren't here physically in the building. Right. And uh, Paige wanted us to call Casey. So I have her number. Casey, by the way, also mega Razamoka fan. <laughs> Hello. Hi, is Casey there, please? This is Casey. Casey, this is Razamoka from Kids925. Happy belated birthday! Oh! 
guys. Hi. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Your BFF page uh, tweeted us over the weekend, asked us to give you a call for your B-Day, but we weren't here on Saturday, uh, but we wanted to make sure that we called to say hi and that we hope you uh, you had a wicked birthday. That's so nice. I saw her tweet, but I figured, yeah, you guys were off for the weekend. Thanks so much for calling. Did you get turned up? Did I say that right? Oh, boy. Did we ever. <laughs> yes, I did say that right. Okay. How, how, how old are you now, Casey? 23. Uh-oh. It's a perfect so, age. what kind of business did you get up to over the weekend? When did the celebration start? Actually, wait. Let me back up. When was your actual birthday? My birthday was on Saturday. Okay, so when did the celebration start? Like Thursday night or Friday? Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Wow. What did you get up to on Saturday morning? So, I woke up. My parents made me a big breakfast. Yeah. So, I still live at home with my parents. And then I went over to my friend's house and we had drinks by the pool all day. Okay. What kind of drinks? Um, gin smash and vodka smash. Have you heard of them? Are those the ones that come in a can? Yeah, they're really good. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So how many of those did you have Saturday afternoon sitting by the pool? Just a couple. Oh, you okay. know, I had a big dinner coming my way. My parents made me lobster for dinner. Wow. Damn. You got some so I had parents. So I had to make sure I remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then Saturday night, what happened? So then my, one of my really good friends, she hosted a Fear Factor birthday party for me and her boyfriend because our birthdays are really close together. Yeah. It was amazing. She should go into party planning. So what went into a Fear Factor birthday party? Like you had to eat like so snakes she, and stuff? So we had to eat cow tongue oh. and dog biscuits and um, something called head cheese. I've never oh. heard of it before. Oh. But. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then there was a challenge where we had to like run to a park that was two kilometers away. Find some puzzle you had pieces, to run, to the, run, you had to run to the park with two commoners? No, two kilometers. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that's the worst Fear Factor challenge I've ever heard, you poor thing. <laughs> have to go to the park with two commoners. Find two regular people on the street and be like, yo, bro, run to this park for me real quick. It's my birthday. Commoners. We're back in the 1800s. All right, all right, all right. All right, and then Saturday night uh, after that party, what? You just got turned up? At the party, we got turned up. There was drinking challenges as well. Oh, wow. Good Damn. For you. Happy birthday. Uh, thank you thank so you. thank you so much for spending so much of your time with us. Uh, we really no thank it. you thank you for always taking the time to call us and making us feel special. That's why we love you guys. Wow. Aw, thanks, Casey. Happy belated birthday. Thanks, bye guys. Yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show podcast. It's uh, World Population Day today. Huh? World Population Day today. What's that mean? The population uh, of the um, world. No, it's it sort of, it's, it's a reminder of how some parts of the world are becoming overpopulated. Mm. Um, but I always do this during the Olympic Games. When I watch the opening ceremonies, when they tell you what country's coming up next, I'll always just sit there and try and guess the population. Sure. And oftentimes I'm close, but on the ones where I'm way off, I am way off. Where you say millions and it's really billions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Maury... What is the population of Mexico? Population of Mexico would be 2 million. Excuse me. The population of Mexico. 2 million. 2 million. The population of Toronto is like... like 2 million. <laughs> uh, no. 130 million people live in Mexico. Okay, and see, I have to try and picture how big the place is to determine how many people fit in it. Okay, let's go to one of the smaller countries in size then okay. for you. Uh, China. <laughs> China, <laughs> China. Yeah, China, China, super China, small. China, China, you can China. barely find it on the map. <laughs> okay, China would be three million. Three million. Three uh, million people. 
In China? No, 1.4 billion people live in okay, China. Okay, I'm overestimating all of them. Okay. No, you're underestimating all of them. Uh, China, by the way, the uh, land area, um, 9 million kilometers squared. So it's actually kind of big. Uh, Brazil, Maury. Brazil. What's the population of Brazil? Brazil, 500,000. Maury. In Brazil? Well, if China's 1 million. No, okay. China no. is 1.4 billion. billion. Oh, my God. That's okay, just billion. for comparison here, if you need, okay. to, if you need um, to know where the, the scale, right? Where you yes. need to scale up from, the population in the city of Toronto is almost 3 million. Okay? Yes. We're very close. 3 million people. Okay, Brazil. Okay? 8 million. Uh, no, Brazil is 210 million. Interesting. <laughs> Off by 200 million. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay, Did you just on. say interesting? Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Uh, Maury, um, uh, Kuwait. What's the population of Kuwait? First, where is that? Um, where do you think Kuwait There is? was a war there. Okay, where do you think Kuwait is? Kuwait is near Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And where is Afghanistan. Oh, see, I knew you were going to ask that. Uh, it's more, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, Go. Kuwait, uh, Kuwait. Really. I'm going to say Kuwait is 1.3 million. Uh, 4.1 million. Oh, my God, I got to get one. Uh, Mongolia. Oh, oh this Jesus. is an easy one. Uh, Mongolia it would be 1 million. Uh, 3.1 million. Sorry, Maury, 3.1 million. Uh, okay. okay, easy here, Russia. Oh, my God. Um, Four million. <laughs> 143 million. So you're only <laughs> off by 140 million. Again, this is a Tor- lot of people. Again, Toronto. Think about Toronto. Just the city of Toronto. Okay? Yes. Oh, yeah. Three million people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, Maury, um, Egypt. Egypt. Eight million. 99 million. Oh, uh, Germany. Germany. Um, 10 million. 82 million. Okay, one more. <sighs> Italy. Italy. There you go. You got this. 7 million. You think 7 million people live in Italy? Well, yeah. I do. Okay. Uh, Italy, by the way, is uh, 59 million. And before we uh, go anywhere, Mo- Mocha, the population of Toronto again is what? Close to 3 million people. Close to 3 million people. Uh, Maury, what's the population of Canada? Population of Canada, that's 3 million. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. What are you counting? The provinces. And assuming there's 3 million in each. Okay, go for it. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 million. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, that math doesn't work out though. <laughs> so, okay, so by your calculation, there's a million people in each province. but no, 3 Toronto- million in each province. How many provinces? Well, for, how many provinces? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Get the so other hand going. Get the other hand million. going too. One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. What 12, five 15, provinces do you think make up Canada? I'm counting the colors, the blocks. But what provinces what? are you counting? Ontario. Yeah. Um, the one next to Ontario, which yeah. is um, Ontario too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. O2. It's beautiful in the summertime. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How are you, man? I'm good. Welcome back, babe. Yeah, vacation was delightful. You got that vacay summer tan, too. Oh, please. All that time outside? Well, you had to. It was like 100 degrees outside. Yeah, there's no escape. Every single day. Did you uh, SPF at all? 
Oh yeah. Did yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it just it just I sweat so much. I know, it melts off. It just melts right off. And then I'm just like dripping white all over myself. It's like I'm sweating milk at that point. <laughs> because I just have so much <laughs> sunblock on that Can I'm you just like if that was like for real. Like if you drip milk, <laughs> if, if you sweat milk, yeah, like if milk? you drank could you what would it be like if you sweat what you drank, like you where you could oh, clearly no. see it? Like if you had a lot of chocolate milk. <laughs> oh no, and you're sweating and your sweat was like chocolate. So, okay, so let's say if you sweat chocolate milk, right? Or regular milk, for that matter. Okay, let's also include chicken soup in there. (laughs) Okay. You get that one little piece of corn that you didn't chew, trying to make its way through a pore? I couldn't eat chicken soup on a hot ass day. Are you kidding? Catherine would pop that, by the way, if I had a piece of corn coming out of a pore. That's so gross. Okay, Okay. so, yeah. Okay. Would the milk, would it... uh, First of all, what are you doing drinking milk on a hot day? I know, it's so stinky. Right? It's so thick. It's so thick. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? But let's so, go with it. Let's go with it. After a while. Yeah. Okay, so would the would the sweat, would the milk sweat <laughs> drip down like ice cold or would it drip down? Oh, no, it would be like, warm. Warm, yeah, right? It would be it would be would warm. Would it stink though? You know, like if you leave milk outside for too long? No, because I don't think it would there's not a lot of oxygen where the milk would be hanging around, I don't think. So I think that the milk would like just be milk. Yeah, but you know how sometimes when you sweat, the sweat runs down your face and goes in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's salty. So like, would it be salty yeah, too? Yeah, so you would drink milk and then start sweating, and then what would be running into your mouth would be milk just with salt. Yeah, And it would gross. be warm. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> okay. Maury, give what? me a glass of salty, warm milk, please. <laughs> I want to know what my sweat would taste like if, yeah, we, if we sweat what we drank. That's so gross. Um, yeah, what no, else? yeah, no. So I, wine, I, beer, wine. Oh, cider. Yeah, I have no problem with but all that, that stuff, stuff. Tastes like minus wine. All that yeah. other stuff tastes like nice when it's ice cold. Yeah, I think warm and salty. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd be gross. What did you do? How did you cool down when you were off? Uh, just like crank the air conditioning and just stay oh, in the house. Yeah, the house is like icy cold, man. Was it? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Icy cold. I looked at the thermostat at the cottage one day, and it oh, yeah, because you don't have yeah, no, AC. No, no, no. And it was <gasps> eight, it was eighty nine inside. Oh no! It's almost and you 90, can't, almost and you can't even degrees. open a window because it's just hot, <clears throat> hot yeah, it was air. Crazy. Good morning, Dan. Speaking morning, of hot morning, air. <laughs> My, My new favorite hand. drink is I I buy this thing. It's a can, yeah. and it, it is vodka and water. Oh yeah, I heard a lot of everybody's doing that this year. Those things vodka are super popular. I know, but nobody understands it. It's Who vodka makes it? and water. I, it's called Splash, I think. But no, it's, it's the mo- it's, I've never loved to drink more. Really? And I every, and I open water? one like almost every night. And Matthew's like, "Do we need to talk?" Oh, because you're having in there, but they're only the size of like a Red Bull can. It's yeah, not like, like it's a, tiny. He's like, you clearly have a problem. What's the alcohol content? Five percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just it's the size of a can of Red Bull. Only it's oh. a, it's a it's, it's it's vodka. Can of four for six dollars. Yeah. Did we not go over this? Why that? Like, how can you? What is what? We did it off the air once when I told okay, you. Okay. So, but yeah. I, here's what I don't understand: is why can't you just go and buy a bottle of vodka then? How much do you pay for one of those cans of vodka water? Uh, well, it's four for six dollars. So you do the math. No, you do the math. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. So like a buck twenty-five. A buck twenty-five. Like wow. Cool. Okay, so but why not just buy a bottle of vodka and then yeah. just you'd go to the tap? Because like the cool thing about this is not only do you hear the can open, so that on itself is refreshing, just the sound. Sure. Right? But then it's already done for you and it's chill. It's already done for you. Put some vodka in a glass of water. I know, but this is like done for you. But like when you're thirsty, you open the fridge, it's done. Yeah. Both ways. <laughs> no, Just as easy. No, the other way is you have to measure a shot, 
Turn on the tab. First of all, what kind of jabroni's measuring a shot measuring at home? Shot? It's called a free pour, son. Come Get on. with the times. The Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. Let me ask you a question because you know me in tech and technology where I don't have I won't have any of those Alexa or things in my house. Mm-hmm. I just won't do it. It's too much access. Because the government's listening. Everybody's listening. I don't need that. Stop listening to me, Trudeau. So let me ask you this. Okay. Okay. I am in my living room. And Catherine and Roxy are on the computer looking at something. Okay. Catherine's looking at something. Roxy's just hanging out with her. Okay. And Catherine is like looking at some Airbnb thing that she wanted to show me mm-hmm. on the computer. And yeah. they're just like talking. Okay. And 10 minutes later, I pick up my phone and I scroll through Instagram mm-hmm. And the first ad that pops up on my phone on Instagram is an Airbnb location in the location that she was looking at. They're they watching you. Right? Explain that to me. I think it's because you guys are on the same Wi-Fi network. It's got to be. But it can't be just Wi-Fi, though. But are, you, uh, are you both on iPhone? She wasn't on an iPhone she when was, she was, was doing she on it. on the home computer that uh, has the iPhone connected to it? I'm not on Wi-Fi on my, com- on my phone. No, but is your phone oh. is it the same login information? Hold on, no. you're not on Wi-Fi when you're at home? No. You paying for the LTE? Please. Uh, yeah, I'm not on Wi-Fi, bro. Because when, when Matthew's at home searching for I don't, Okay, listen computer. to me, though. Okay, I understand you and Matthew have your own issues. I'm asking you how this happens. <laughs> I'm trying secrets. to tell you what happens. It's like if he's searching for something on the home computer, it shows up on my Because home you have Wi-Fi. Too. I'm not on Wi-Fi. Hold it's on. You're computer. not even on Wi-Fi? No, I don't get a bill. Okay. So I'm just saying, so I don't know how that happens. Like somebody listening, right? Somebody creeping. Tell me somebody's not creeping. How does that happen? And what? They're so malicious that they would just put up an Airbnb ad on Yes! <laughs> they're like, we got them. Yes! <laughs> Wherever it was from, there's some guy, and I don't know where the hell she was looking. Somebody in, in a basement in Midland or wherever the hell it was. I don't know. I'm trying to rent out their Airbnb. They found out I'm the one with the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're going to get this guy so good. We're going to show him ads for Airbnb until he gives in. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Have you heard this clip where they're saying Meghan Markle speaking with a uh, an English accent now? I saw this clip on the weekend. Yeah. Multiple times. Meghan Markle is not speaking in an English accent. Yeah, she is. She absolutely is. No, she's not. I don't know why everyone's freaking out. It's very hard to hear. Here, I'll play it. Thank you. You look gorgeous. Oh, thank you. That's so nice of you to say. What's your name? She's not. She goes. Oh, thank you very much. That's an English accent. No, it's not. It's, I guess a tiny. I think she's just trying to proper herself up. It's the same thing that happened to Madonna when she moved to London, right? 
I guess. No, Madonna was in London for one day, and you think she was born there? Oh, it's the worst. It's like Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, <laughs> Lin- Lindsay Lo- like Lindsay Lohan Googled England and got an accent. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> like, I was like, well, "Did you just come back from vacation?" She's like, "Nope, no." I've been, here my whole, been here my whole life. I, I don't know. That don't believe, don't give in, people. That she, but she clip. never talked like that before. This. No, I know. And the problem is this: is that she's an actor, right? And as an as an actor, you know everything is everything is training. You're you're trained to absorb your environment and sort of become the character and go deep. And when she is, you know, you don't get much more English than being in Buckingham Palace twenty four hours a day, for sure. And married I think to a prince. At at some point, there are going to be words that she says or she'll react in a certain way, and you may hear a little tinge of the accent because it's just around her all the time and she starts no, speaking no, that. No, no, Wait, no, but having a full-out no. English accent... No, she's over the age of 25. You're not going to get a new accent. Even if you live with everyone that talks Even to you, you, you don't become a comedian that way? No, you will start saying words. Yeah, sorry, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. She's going to start saying words. No, 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 no. No, what I mean is like you will, you, you will start calling an elevator a lift. But you won't say it in an English accent. You no, will start so, calling the trunk I mean. of a car a boot. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right? If she's going to say, I need to go to the washroom, she may not say that. She'll say, I have to go to the loop. Right. Right? But 100%. she won't be saying it in a full out no. English See, accent. Whereas what I heard is if you live with enough people that speak that way, you'll start to say, is it time for tea? Just because you hear it that way. No. But no, no. You, you, would, you would be <sighs> willfully saying it that way willfully yes you would be going out of your way to say it like that it would not be an involuntary thing oh, so yeah. she's purposely saying it that way purposely to just please yeah. the people yeah. but i don't know here listen to this again there's no way and i don't know why people think that she's speaking in an english accent because i can't hear it at all and you look gorgeous oh thank you Yeah, no, off Listen. the top, which like, oh, that's so nice of you to say. Come no, on, she didn't say no, absolutely not. Nope, that's There's the same Meghan Markle that was living, no. in on, living on Harvard Street here in Toronto. No. That is not no, an I English think she's, accent. I think this is... Don't give in. No. Don't get sucked into what the media is telling you. She didn't sound like that when she was on Suits. She's playing the part of a princess no, right now. that's... Come or on, duchess, guys. whatever Listen, she is. Don't give in. Oh, it was a beautiful day all around. <laughs> <laughs> you sound just like a yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. Mm-hmm. So Scott and Tessa are getting married. What? Nah, I'm just kidding. No, they're not. Oh. <laughs> Scott and Tessa were all over the place. Scott Moyer, Tessa Virtue, um, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. So what are they doing? It's the uh, it's the thank you tour, right? Yeah. That's kind of great. Oh my god, they're doing a lot of shows. A lot. If you're traveling around the country. So this is all going down pretty much in October. Yeah. Abbotsford, Kelowna, Grand Prairie, Prince George, Dawson Creek. And then uh, in Ontario, the end of October, Kitchener, Barrie, Oshawa, Kingston. It's a big tour, man. Yeah, man. People love these two. And they, everybody from Ellen to all of Twitter wants these guys to get married. (laughs) 
know. which I know it's it's a terrible thing, and I get it, and leave them alone and let them do their thing, and it's actually not that cool or cute or polite to want them to be a thing, but just the way he looks at her, it's so mesmerizing. So what happened? It's you, acting, though. It's acting. I know. Uh, you were with them yesterday more? What'd you do? Jokes? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Had they go over horribly, I bet, right? Yeah. Horribly? Totally. Yeah. How is music like skating? Oh, I don't know. Um, if you don't C-sharp, you'll be flat. Ooh. Mm. bum bum What oh, else you got? No. Okay, what do dentists and figure skating coach, uh, coach have in common? I still don't know. They both have used drills. Mm. Yep. <laughs> oh, ow, you, <laughs> you got a third one? Yeah. Good. I left. Why shouldn't you tell jokes while ice skating? Why? Um, because the ice might crack up. Hmm. Okay, there's this, your yep. first okay one. Oh. That's your first okay one. You got to work on this. You produce a segment? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, can I tell you? Tesla sounded so uninterested in anything you had to say, and Scott was just being polite. Yeah, but that's why I love her. That's why I love her. She gives zero apps Yes, whatsoever. I love her because like, of that. Let's go. Wrap it up, bro. What was it? Was it cold in the room? You know what I mean by that, right? Like... Was she no, not physically cold, Maury. Get in here. Nobody can hear you. <laughs> You're a soundproof booth. Quickly, get in here. Get, what was the room like? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like she, you know, when you when you're looking at somebody and they're not interested, they don't yeah. even blink, like they're just looking at oh, you. Like, like that's the first time you've experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's up? Hey, Mocha, how's it going in this morning? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Uh, I just wanted to call and tell who my favorite was. Oh, first of all, what's your name? Uh, it's John. John, between Ron and Mocha, who is your favorite? Yeah, uh, it's got to be Mocha. Okay, thanks. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to say that... Can I, I, can I, didn't... I just say, okay, that I'm going to have to... We may have to stop this because Why? there's just... I'm getting Why? attacked on all fronts now. It has got to the point where it is impossible for me to post anything on Instagram uh-huh. without... 90% of the comments being smooth cool dude or a variation <laughs> of me Rod, doing something you. that is smooth cool dude yeah because Rod, one, what I sent so I sent in, uh, Mocha uh, into DM and he replied and I sent you one and I called you a smooth cool dude and you did not reply to me no why would I reply <laughs> why oh shock dude that was not funny that was not cool <laughs> One time hey, some woman who called up on the show and I wish I knew this woman's name because I would delete her from everything that she's <laughs> following me on. She ruined yeah. everything. She ruined my life, this woman. <laughs> where she called up to say that I was her favorite, and Mocha asked why, and she said, because Roz is a smooth, cool dude. And as soon as those words like left her mouth over the phone and hit my headphones, I knew my life was over. And that from that moment on, I was only going to be known as smooth, cool dude. Yeah. And if you go onto my Instagram, my like I had pictures of me and my kid, and I swear, it, guys are like parenting, like a smooth, cool dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like everything is a yeah. bloody smooth cool yeah. dude. My Instagram's ruined. I don't even look at comments anymore. It's my Instagram's ruined. I don't know ruined. why you're so upset about that though, man. Oh, like, stop it. It could be worse, right? How? Yeah. <laughs>
How? I'm just saying. Like, maybe, maybe if my timeline was filled with, like, racial profanities. You know what I mean? Maybe that would be worse. But there's, like, I get a notification, and I have the, I get the dopamine hit like everybody else does when you yeah. get a notification. I get excited about it. That's why this stuff is addictive, and that's why we're just constantly checking our notifications. So I get it, and then I go on and check, and it's five people all writing the same thing. Like, to me, it seems like they're even in the same room where they've all typed it simultaneously, and they go, all right, guys, three, Ready? two, one, send. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, John, we love that you listen. Thank you very much for calling into the Roz and Mocha Show. Thanks so much, guys. I love you so much. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, hello. This is Ronza Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Alicia. How are you? Good. What's going on, Alicia? Not much. Uh, so I called in. I tweeted that uh, my daughter, I'm teaching her how to read. Uh-huh. And so she she's five. And so I have a chalkboard in the living room. It says, word of the day is. And then I either draw a picture, draw a picture or a word or a number. And she has to write the word. And so the other day, two days ago, I wrote the letter six, and and she Sorry, wrote, you wrote out the, the number six, like you drew. Yeah, just no, the, yeah. Okay, yeah. And so she wrote out the word sex, mm. uh, and that's and that's fun. And I said, "What did you What did you write?" And she she said six, and it makes sense, right? So when you're teaching your child how to read. It's very difficult to kind of distinguish between the vowels and what they sound like. And um, so, uh, so how do you? <laughs> Nothing. You just tell her she got it wrong, and that it's an I, not an E. Yeah. Did she yeah. ask like what the word was, or like is that word still up on the chalkboard? <laughs> no, I, I I said. So what did you spell, goose? And uh, and she said six. And so. That's great, right? Uh, yeah, and listen, it's very, first of all, even if she says what is sex, it's very easy for you to sort of spin it in a non-sexual uh, way, and you could give her the definition of sex, meaning uh, man or woman. Yeah, we're very, I'm you know very I mean? uh, open about, sure. you know, biological stuff and yeah. whatever else, and, um, you know, so she knows about the process of making babies because I was a surrogate mom last year and um, it's just something to show at her wedding, I guess. My uh, Roxy was, uh, she came home one day a couple weeks ago and she's like, Dad, I, uh, I learned like the worst thing at school today. And, okay. And I was she's like, what, eight, eight and a half. She's, yeah, she's eight and a half. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I learned, I learned the worst thing. And I'm like, what did you mean you learned the worst thing? She's like, I can't even talk about it. I'm like, what is it? Like a word? Like did, did somebody did somebody tell tell you this or what was going on? And she goes, No, it's not a word. It's uh, it's like a symbol. And I go, okay. Oh. So I go, what is it? And she goes, I actually forget that I brought it up because I don't even want to talk about it. Wow. And I was what? like, and I go, well, we have to talk about this stuff because if you're going to bring something up, you're obviously sort of like shook and you got questions and everything else. And you got to, you know, we got to talk about this. She's like, I really don't want to. I don't want to talk about this. It's just so terrible. <laughs> and I go, okay, where did you learn this? And yeah. she goes, in class. And I'm like, from the teacher or from a student? She's like, no, from a te- from the from the teacher. Teacher. Oh, okay. And I go, the teacher told you this. And she said, no, it was in a book we were reading. And I go, oh, what book were you reading? And she's like, we were reading about Anne Frank. And I'm like, oh, you uh-huh. learned what a swastika was today. Oh. Wow. Right? 
And we try and explain that, but of course, she's really into Indiana Jones now. And in the first three movies of Indiana oh, Jones, yeah. it's just Nazis, Nazis. Oh, wow. just Nazis everywhere, yeah. right? <laughs> and she's like, what is even going on here? These are the worst people in the world. And I'm like, yeah. So we got past the swastika. And then last week, she's watching, uh, Catherine's looking for a movie for on Netflix. And we're like, oh, God, what do you want to do that you haven't seen before? And so she puts on hairspray. And oh, hairspray. Well, hairspray, yeah. halfway through hairspray, she hits pause and she goes, Dad, what's Negro Day? Oh my god. Oh no. Right? Wow. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Because the character in Hairspray was like, she goes on television and says, I wish every day was Negro Day so they could dance with the black kids, right? Oh my so word. it could be because they were yeah. separate days on, in that movie. Oh and so she god. says, Dad, what's Negro Day? So I have to then go. I have to pause during Hairspray to try and do my best to like explain segregation and civil rights and this and this and this. <laughs> but so you're going to have these conversations with your kid, yeah. right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And they won't stop. They're only going to get more more detailed and more in depth. So the thing that I'm going to tell you right now is your kid is at the age that she is. She's five years old. Uh, you're going to have to quickly learn about Negro Day, segregation, and Nazis real quick because those these oh are the questions. Word. These are the questions that you're going to have to have answers for. They really are. They really are. You know and, what? And, and when your kid asks you about this stuff, you can't say I don't know or you can't say yeah. I don't want to yeah. talk about it because that's when it becomes a thing. Yeah. Right. And then they'll get yeah. the answer somewhere. They're going to get the answer somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah. yeah right. but like you have to be prepared as a parent for the day that your kid comes home and tells you that they know that they found out what a swastika was. You have to be able to have that conversation. And sometimes they're tough yeah. conversations, but you have to have those conversations. Exactly. And you you would rather the answer come from you as opposed to somewhere else. No, I mean not right? necessarily. Not necessarily. She just happened to ask me. She can ask her teacher. I'm fine if somebody smart talks to my kid. I don't need to do that thing where I teach her everything from home, you know, but she just happens to to ask you. You're you're her parent. She's going to ask you stuff. Yeah. 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 Hey, Alicia, That's thank fun. you very much for listening to the Raza Mocha Show. No, I love you guys. I, I was the one also that binge watched the entire, or well, listened to the entire podcast in three days. Oh, oh wow. wow. Hold on. All the episodes? <laughs> Every single episode. Wow. Wow. We're getting up to 42 or close. Okay. Well, you better get on that because I'm out of podcasts to listen hey, to. Damn, girl. Can we live? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, Alicia. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. New episode of Private Eyes Sunday night on Global. Our very own David Moore. You're going to guest star Jason Priestley, Cindy Sampson. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hey, what's up, guys? Good. How are you? So uh, what is happening on, uh, what, what are we getting in this season? Because the evolution sort of of your characters, the dynamic is what people love, right? Right. And how is that played out now? Well, uh, heading into this season, uh, Shade and Angie find themselves uh, in relationships with other people. Okay. Um, uh, Shade has a girlfriend. Angie's got a boyfriend. Right. Uh, the two of them, uh, the two of them, uh, although they're partners in their detective agency, they are they're involved with other people. And, and we all go on vacation. That's right. That's right. And then as a foursome, they all go on vacation together. And then uh, all kinds of uh, hijinks ensue. I mean, not like Motley Crue kind of hijinks. <laughs> no. Or murder mystery. Right. Um, and uh, you guys have a bunch of guest stars um, this season. And Maury was one of the guest stars on Private Eyes. That is correct. One of the most diva guest stars we've ever had on the show. Thank Let me you. Tell yeah, you. yeah. Well, I'm, we don't need to tell you guys how high maintenance Difficult. that guy is. Wait, no. can I ask a question? Yes. How did Dan Maury become a guest star on Private Eyes? 
who reached out to him? Did he reach out to you? Did he beg? Oh, I, I think g- he I sent g- an audition tape with an envelope of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> so I know that you had told me that you were really going to grind his gears when he was going to be on set. And then I saw you afterwards and you said that you were unable to do that because it would have just been too hurtful because he's too easy. <laughs> like It would have been like it would have been like making fun of a kid with a limp. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's just things you don't do. There's just things you don't do. There's a line and I could not participate in that cruelty. Especially because Maury said that he had been practicing his lines for over a month. Oh. I could not cut him down. He did. He was too. He a was month. so terrified. A yeah, month. He was, he was nervous. He was. And he was. And he was into it, man. Yeah, he was, was like. Adorable. He was so earnest and so uh, and so eager and right. really wanted to do like like for us to be mean to him. Yeah. Uh, to on top, it, it would have been did like anybody on puppy. set mess with him. <laughs> no. 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 Really? No. no. Right. no. We, we we all wanted you know we all wanted him to succeed and yeah. so we were all very supportive. I I know that that totally runs contrary <laughs> to everything. That you Guys do here. <laughs> yes, no. So I want to play. Uh, I want to play one clip here. So this is a scene uh, that you guys are all in, and uh, we'll start with. Uh, we'll start with this. You can break it down. I want your opinion on his acting. I didn't do anything wrong. You know who says things like that? People who did something wrong. How did you lose your job as CEO of Trafalgar Recycling? I can't talk about you it. You can talk to us, or you can talk to the cops. Your choice. <laughs> if you know, we're, we're no one knows. Waste management. Who <laughs> <laughs> at Grand Ridge actually hired you? It wasn't them. It was some other guy. I don't know his name. He wired me the fee. Okay, fine. You can go. Don't leave town. Yes, Mocha. Maury plays a CEO, Wait, by the way. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Again, who approached Maury for this role? A CEO? Come on. Yeah, Maury, uh, Maury is CEO material. Somebody looked at it. That's our guy. <laughs> That's the one. Get out of here. That's our guy. It's a very small waste management <laughs> company. <laughs> You guys have to film I, that scene. I, I think they have like two or three clients. It's <laughs> yeah. not, we, yeah. we only filmed that scene like 39 times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know it didn't, that, didn't take us long at all. No. There's something that uh, that people do when they're they're trying to seem authentic, which is they'll do, 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 do like a stutter thing, right? When they're trying to seem authentic. So I want to play you a montage of uh, some of Maury's <laughs> lines. And you as two professional actors, uh, at the end of this, I would like you to just sort of critique his work uh, if you could. Okay, so here is a... Dan Mori on a private eyes. No. Okay. I can't talk about it. I was just the front man. There is no Trafalgar. It's fake, along with everything else, including the carbon neutral processing plant, the hybrid electric recycling trucks, what? the forest <laughs> restoration project. They just did whatever they needed to to win the bid. It wasn't them. It was some other guy. <laughs> I don't know his name. He, he wired me the fee. Grand Ridge Waste Management. <laughs> Okay, so how do you do? How do you do? Okay, first of all, you guys are jerks. Like, severe jerks. No! What are you talking about? We fully support Dan Mori. This is, this is where we wind up being, this is where we wind up sounding like jerks, okay? Because you have to understand, all of this wound up in my inbox this morning from one person. Mori. Mori! Right. <laughs> this is not our doing. Right?
I would encourage people to tune in to watch uh, his episode uh, so they could judge yeah. his performance for themselves. I fully, I fully, fully agree. So there we go. Dan Mori, actor extraordinaire. CEO, actor C- oh, extraordinaire. Oh, sorry, CEO, actor extraordinaire. <laughs> uh, Jason Priestley, Cindy Sampson, thank you so much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Good guys. to see you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Every now and then we'll find a text and uh, we'll call the person back and we have a birthday request, Roz. A birthday request? Yeah. I love being the present, man. I've always thought of myself that way. The perfect gift. A re-gift. <laughs> Hello? Hi, is this Althea? Yeah. Happy birthday, it's Raza Mocha. Oh, thank you. How's it going? Good. Your like, mom, you- uh, your mom, Charmin, texted us this morning saying that it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah. you, are you not, like, shocked at all that we called you? <laughs> are you not shocked at all that we called you? <laughs> We don't call everybody that, that, that texts into the show. Yo, how old are you? 16. Oh, so you're old enough to hear that you suck. <laughs> are you not shocked at all that we called you? <laughs> okay, okay. clearly did, not. Did, did your mom tell you that we were going to call you? No. Are you lying? Liar. No, no, no. She, she didn't say anything. What did she uh, say? She said she said someone's going to call you. Oh, oh, but obviously when we said it's Razamoka, you know that this was the phone call. Man, your mom sucks. <laughs> All right, um, what are you doing for your birthday? We have a little dinner at home. <laughs> <laughs> I love sixteen-year-olds, man. You don't care about anything, do you? Nothing at all. All right, is there anything special that you want to do for your birthday? Uh, All right, hey, Athena, (laughs) happy birthday. We hope you have a wonderful day. It sounds like it's going to be magical. Thank you. Are you at all excited that we called? Yeah. Okay, (laughs) finally. Jeez. (laughs) Happy birthday, girl. Thank you. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I would like to talk about napping. Napping? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So what if I asked you, what are the perfect elements? What are all the elements you need for the perfect nap? Uh, okay. I would have to say... And keep in mind, this is not going to sleep. This is a perfect no, no. nap. Okay, so this isn't bedtime. No, no, no. So what makes... What, what are some of the elements that you need for the perfect nap? Uh, give good me, pillow? Give me location. Give me atmosphere. Oh, give me everything. I gotcha. Okay. Couch. Okay. Soft cushion. Okay. Uh, and the, the temperature has got to be, uh, relatively comfortable, a little bit cool, a little bit cool, maybe a blanket. Okay. And give me the length of a perfect nap. Oh, uh, hour to hour and a half. Okay. Maury. No more than an hour and a half. Clear mind. Sleep. Clear mind. Yes. Okay. Because I I can't nap or sleep if I'm thinking about things. Okay. Darkness. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh Darkness. Darkness. Uh Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, like, okay, and an can we back up for a second? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. I, I don't care. I'm just kind of curious. What kind of things are you thinking? Thank you. Oh, like um, yeah. groceries or, oh my God, what do I wear tomorrow? 
Um, I like you know. Uh, so all the things Matthew okay, controls. Should so I close so my two, browser? So like at two o'clock in the afternoon, if you're going yeah. home and you're gonna have a nap, you can't nap because you're you're so distraught with what you're gonna wear the next day. <laughs> if that's the, for, the at, last thing in my mind, at two in the afternoon down? of the day that we're already in, <laughs> or it's weird. Did I close <laughs> my super weird? Did I close my browser? Did I uh, lock the door? But why don't you just go, hey, okay, I'm going to go take a nap, so let me shut down the computer, lock the door. Okay, here we go. Done. Yeah, <laughs> ready. Yeah, you know you're going to, and the next day, uh, you know you're going to wake up and put on a version of what you wore the day before anyway. <laughs> you only yeah. have six shirts. Yeah. How hard can it be? Yeah, they're all green. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so. last thing is empty bladder. Empty bladder. Ah, good one. Okay, so how, what's the length of time for the perfect nap, Maury? Length of time, I would say two hours or an hour and a half. Two hours. No, that's a sleep. That's a sleep. Yeah. Okay, so they say, uh, here are all the elements according to a new survey of what makes the perfect uh, the perfect nap. They say it's after a meal or exercising. Yeah. Yes. They say it's in a dark, cool room. Mm-hmm. Okay. I sort of disagree with that. You could say that a, a lot uh, of with a, with a blanket and one pillow. Mm-hmm. They say with a pet. Oh, yeah. Okay. That lasts longer than 20 minutes. So as long as you you go past that twenty minute mark, but there's no there's no cap on it. Do you have to go into a ream cycle? A ream cycle. Your eyes flutter? No, 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 I don't think you need to do that for a nap. Uh, I learned years ago um, this trick, which was uh, something called a caffeine nap. Okay. So when I'm exhausted, what I will often do is right before I go and have a quick nap, I will have a half a cup of coffee. Okay. And then I lie down and I fall asleep. And as I'm falling asleep, the caffeine in the coffee starts to kick in. And then an hour later, when I wake up after a nap, I'm like, Refreshed. ready to go. Really? I'm ready to go. Because huh. it's as if I had a co- it's as if an hour ago I had a coffee, but only I had a coffee and a nap. And when oh, the uh. coffee and when the caffeine runs out, you can have another nap. Well, no, I don't have that option more. I'm not like you. <laughs> <laughs> so exhausted from thinking about what I'm going to wear the next day. I sleep all the time. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me read you this. Parents regularly use their phones while driving with their kids, oh. according to a new study. Ugh. Yep. One in three parents read text messages. Yep. And one in seven parents use social media, all with kids in the car. Yep. Uh, between the ages of four and ten. Yep. A hundred percent. I see it all the time when I'm out in the neighborhood. On a daily Always. Just anywhere, man. Anywhere, anytime I'm in the car and uh-huh. I'm driving by people, I always see, like, I find more people use their phones behind the wheel now, like, more than ever in the past. And we had this conversation a little while ago, and now that I'm a driver. Yes. By the way, it's been like a year now. It has that been you got a year. Your yeah. license. Now that uh, now that, that, now that I'm a driver, I love the fact that uh, I will get to somewhere and I'll get a message from somebody being like, "Yo, why didn't you like come?" I was trying to call you everything else, and I always say, "I'm driving." Yeah. I put the phone face down on the seat beside me. Yeah. Unless I need to use the uh, ways or whatever, and then I put it in the dock. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, the phone just sits face down on the seat. I don't. I, I have no interest in the phone. Right. I'm listening to all '80s music. 60s, 70s, and 80s because I don't play anything in the in the car. Wow! From uh, post 1990. Wow! Because that's really? when I w- that's when I would have been 16. 
Okay. Right? So I don't, so I don't, so there's no music in the car. There's no music in the car. Like, really, by the way, the car, you mentioned 16 because you souped up your car like a 16 year old. Yeah. Who got his license for the first time. Exactly. Yeah. So when I get in the truck, I am a 16 year old. What is. Except you're not cruising for chicks. Except I'm not cruising for chicks. What's your song? Like your Oh no no, I just I literally No, but do you I, have like a no, particular No, no. it's no? just it's all it's all just that era. I listened to a lot of 70s, a lot of 80s and that's just it yeah. cuz I would have been 16 in 1990. Like 1990, I would have been 16. Um, so I don't listen to I don't listen to anything post 1990. That's it. That's my only rule. And I don't use the air conditioning. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> all. At all. It's windows <laughs> down. Dude, on Sunday, it's going to feel yeah. like 41 degrees. Yeah. You're I'm not going to use the AC? I'm the guy on the 401. You know, every now and then the 401, you see somebody doing like 120 in the 401 with their windows down. <laughs> and you're like, God, what is going on in that guy's life? Yeah. That's me. I'm the guy on the 401 with the windows down. Damn. No, no AC. Yeah. Damn. 100%, man. Yeah, I, 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 I souped the, the truck up. Anyway, so I don't text and uh, I don't text and drive. I don't talk on the phone. But we've said this before, and that is, you know... I would rather somebody... I'm playing some 80s stuff for you right now, by the way. I would rather somebody have their eyes on the road, because this all started with people talking on cell phones. Yeah. You know, and talking on a cell phone, when you actually think about it, I know you're distracted, but you still have one hand on the wheel, and you're still presumably checking your mirrors, looking through the windshield. Presumably. 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 The idea that somebody now is so terrified of talking on the phone that your hand has your phone in it and it's now jammed between your legs or the console so you're completely looking down and you're checking texts because everybody got so afraid of talking on the phone. Yeah, just leave the phone. That is far more dangerous than talking on the phone. I would say having the phone up to your ear while you're behind the wheel is equally as dangerous. No chance. Because I will see more times people who have their hand on the phone phone up to the ear won't check blind spots will not turn uh but i'm just their, saying their that at least signal. your eyes are even your still. eyes are on the road no people uh, if people i had the choice if dude, i had the choice zone out all the time I get it. no i people get it zone out they're, they're both the terrible they're both terrible but, but when i'm driving yeah right i'm on the 401 and i see somebody on the 401 where their head is down and they're looking at their phone which is on the the seat beside them Checking texts, yeah, and texting. People are morons, right? I would rather that guy have his hand up and his phone to his ear with no. his eyes on the road. No, if I had a choice, if I had, if you're gonna do something, I would rather you get into an accident and wreck your car. No, no, because you're not wrecking your car at that point. You're wrecking your life at that point. You're wrecking other your people's fault. lives. If I had the choice, right? If I'm like, if you need to communicate with somebody right now, don't text them. No. Call them. A hundred percent. Call no. them. No, if if it's an emergency, if you need, if you have. The dire need to get on that phone, right. then you get off the road, pull over to the side, pull over to the side your, Do you ever check your phone when you're driving? 100%. Okay. So you can't say anything. I you don't check no it. No, sorry, 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 sorry. Not while I'm driving. Like, if I stop at a light and I may, like, glance you at it. You never peek? But I'm not. You, you never peek? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. If I'm at a light, sitting but in, I don't. That's what I sit in traffic. But I don't, not when I'm, not when the car is in motion. No. Not ever when it's in motion. Yeah, I'm I just don't saying, touch my phone I'm just saying, man, I, if, if you had the choice, like, if you got to do something, don't text. Texting, because you have to hide it, right? It's the hiding it that that that, that is so dangerous, because you're, 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 you're looking at your crotch. Yeah. And now, uh, what they do? Uh, some police officers ride on uh, on on that. buses. Yeah, right. I love and it. And 
they look out the window because you have that elevation. Yep. You can kind of look down and see if people are on their phone and busting people like that. I would be fine if they had x-ray machines <laughs> where they could see what they were doing. Because I, I got no problem because I got nothing to hide, man. I got a great body under these clothes. I have an okay, okay. body under these clothes. <laughs> I have a somewhat passable body okay. for my age okay. under these clothes. This phone call, this, this conversation completely took a U-turn. Hey, Roz and Mocha, what's your name? Hey, Roz and Mocha, it's Jamie. What up, Jamie? How are you, man? Good, how's it going? I'm just, I was just calling to comment that I'm exactly like Roz. I hate, I hate the AC in the summer, windows down, and just enjoy the breeze. Yeah, I like it on my body. No AC. Wait, but what about like... <laughs> What about like, your family and stuff? Like, do they have a say in whether or not the AC goes on? Like, can they request to you, Jamie, and be like, hey, do the windows up, please. It's so hot outside. We just need some AC. Unfortunately, yes, but it doesn't make me the happiest guy, to, to be honest with really? you. Really? You'd uh, rather yeah, drive I- in 41 degree weather with the windows down, no AC on. Yeah. Absolutely. We live in Canada, man. Eight months of the year, we got to be locked up because it's cold. If, uh, gotta if, enjoy it while it's here. If I uh, pick up Roxy and I'm in the truck, and if she jumps in, and yeah. immediately does her window up. You kick her out, make her walk. No, I just oh. I just think to myself, I'm like, oh, you're so weak. Because <laughs> <laughs> she wants the air conditioning on. Or oh, no. Why, Mickey, yeah, well, why are you also, silently roasting your kid? Because <laughs> uh, she's not here. Because they're, they're in Vancouver right now. I can roast her all I want. I love her to death. No, because it's also about wind. Um, I think that kids' ears are far more sensitive to wind than sure. what uh, than what ours are, yeah. and so they don't like the they don't like the the wind um, whipping around the, that much. But uh, I prefer windows down. I just I really do. I always I, ha- I always have. have. I always have. If it's super super hot, my daughter's in the car. I'll definitely put the AC on for her. You know, mm-hmm. safety thing, but. If it's just me, it could be like 50 degrees, and I'll just blow myself in the car. I'm fine. Yeah. Damn. I mean, I don't keep the windows up. I'm not. No, me neither. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But even, even though sometimes, you know, windows up and everything, you, you still feel the heat. And that's why I, I, I've honestly had one car that doesn't have a, a sunroof. Yeah. Every other car, I need a sunroof in the summertime. Yeah. I, when I was originally looking for, for my truck, my preference was to have a truck with no power windows. What? Yeah. I wanted, I wanted the, you wanted a crank? Yeah. I wanted the crank windows. Wow. Yeah. It was hard to find, though. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to find. Hey, Jamie, always appreciate the phone call, man. How come you guys never ask me who I like better, man? I've called like three times and never got the question. Oh, okay. Jamie, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I like Roz. Yeah, I like Ross too. We're going to go with Ross. Wow. You wonder why I don't want to ask you the question. (laughs) Here we go. The Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Just reading this. It's from the States, but I imagine it applies very much to us up here as well. But they say an estimated 49.1% of American adults tried to lose weight from 2013 to 2016. That's half yeah, half the population. Yeah, in those three years, tried to lose, tried to lose weight. I believe that. That Definitely. is crazy. I believe that for sure. They say exercise, eating less, consuming more fruits, vegetables, drinking more water were the most common strategies. Uh, nowhere on there is a juice diet or any of the other fads. Oh, so this is like just straight up people changing their eating habits. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They say uh, 56.4% of the people who tried to lose weight in those three years were women versus 41.7% of men, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, But that is an astonishing number. Half of all adults, half of all adults went on some sort of diet Hmm. in the past, uh, between 2013 and 2016. I lose weight once a year. Which is for? Just before Christmas. Right. And why is that? 
Um, just so I can look good in family pictures for the holidays. Cor- correct, yeah. And that's why, and then you're a nightmare when you're trying to lose weight. Oh, you are the worst. And, but then I gain it all back. But I work because out you do twice the, a week. But you do the fads, though. Yeah, yeah you do the yeah, unhealthy do the where you, you drink like three juices a day. Yeah. And you walk in here and you're friggin' miserable. Yeah. But then you wind up gaining more back though. Yeah. Because you've done a juice cleanse in a while. But no, you wind up doing I wind up gaining twice more a week back. now, but I had two pizzas yeah. last night. Yeah, but no, I will say this. I will say this with you more that you are that when it comes to working out or eating better, it's just all about self control and discipline. Like that's mm-hmm. all it is. If you can just get your ass up and go and do something, yeah. you can do it. But that is the hardest part. The hardest part is to to just you know, beat down the person inside you who just wants to sit home and eat junk all yeah, day. But the problem is, I have a bag that person's full of, really strong. I have a bag full of Whoppers and M and M's. I have a freezer full of gelato, like yeah. Whoppers from like a, like little Halloween, Halloween candies yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, the candy! Sorry, I yeah. thought you meant like but, Burger King. But you have a relationship with food of where you feel better as a person when you're snacking. Yes. It makes you feel good. Yes, you're, you're, food you makes you, me happy. Yes, you eat your feelings. Yes, right. Yes, hundred percent. But you also have the discipline to work out a couple times a week. Yeah, to which, work off the snacks <laughs> I just ate. <laughs> but that's not why really why people work out. Like you should make working out as part of like a whole diet and lifestyle kind of thing, and you don't have to go crazy with it. There's a guy but, at the gym now that comments on my photos going I wouldn't have eaten that oh wow oh damn you get that now he'll, uh, wow yeah or he'll DM we me tell going, him to mind his own business because I, I um, posted a, like a snack I was having and yeah. DMs me going that's six calories wow who but, said that to you though hot George yeah so you have an unde- unbelievable desire to be uh, hot quote unquote for yeah. you you want that hard body oh that would be amazing so but, I can take but my you're also out. but you're also a pathological liar so Maury paid a woman <laughs> One I wouldn't time. say pathological. Well, Maury paid a woman. <laughs> That's a lie right there. <laughs> yeah, Maury paid a woman who uh, would, Maury was supposed to text her all day long and just text her what he was eating. And then she would tell him what to eat. Like it was just, it was like a, a consultation through text and send pictures. And Maury would be proud of himself at the end of the week because she would give him this great encouragement. But Maury would lie to her all week with what yeah. he was with what he was eating. Sometimes I Google imaged healthy food and sent her and, that. And send her that. So she would be like, <laughs> oh my God, you're on the right track. Good for you, buddy. Good for you, Maury. Well, you're really chowing down it, a slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah, but he's really chowing down. So he, but he's pay, paid for this. Yeah. So he would he would lie because all he wanted was the positive, re- uh, the positive reassurance in his life, which to Maury, that's the big... Because the way I would read it as, oh my God, you're doing such a great job. And I read that while having ice cream going yes. cool cool yeah yeah but you need to reward yourself for a great job with and then you that. got hot george all over you got- <laughs> yeah i wouldn't have eaten that hey wherever it is that you get the Roz and mocha show podcast from uh whether it's ios google play whatever uh leave a rating leave a review we would love it Ask Razamoka, a very favorite part of the Razamoka Show podcast, uh, and exclusive to the podcast, Raz. I love it. Um, this is where you guys uh, write us on Instagram, and we'll call somebody during the end of every podcast and get you on the on the phone. And you get to ask your question with us uh, today. We have Jonathan. Hey, Razamoka, what's going on, brothers? How Not are you? much, buddy. Uh, what's your question, bro? All right, so I turned it into a two part question. Okay. Uh, the first part. What would be the worst thing to hear before going under anesthesia before a heart surgery? What would be the, the second part? Would part? Be, wait, wait, wait. Let's answer the first part sorry. first. All right, cool. Uh, okay, so what would be the worst thing to hear right before going under anesthesia before heart surgery? Okay, I'm going to say two things here. 
Oh, I, I have two things as well. Yeah, as I've thought about this a lot. Okay, <laughs> okay. so my right. number one thing would be, would be them to look down at me, and then right before I doze off, have the doctor look at the chart and go, okay, what do we have for Mr. Jackson here? <laughs> right? But I'd be like, no, that's not my name. That's not who I am. Okay, so that would, be the, that would be the one thing that I would hate to hear. And the other would be is right before I go under, like the anesthesia is just kicking in, is to hear the doctor go, all right, everybody, place your bets. How big is it? <laughs> oh my god! I'd be like, no, oh, no. right? I think that yeah, I think that if because yeah. uh, you hear those stories all the time, but, you know, there's many stories yeah. of, of people getting fired because they you know looking at your wiener and stuff like that when you're under anesthesia. <laughs> like it's just not, it's just such it's such oh, a gross no. violation. So I think anything along those lines, uh, I would not like to uh, I would not like to hear. What about you, Moko? Um, I don't know. Like if my wife said, like leaned in and was like, I don't. Love you. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Right, like that would be the worst. Oh, I was oh, thinking, or, I was, or, yeah. Or if somebody leaned in and whispered, "Wrestling isn't real." <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of like, somebody telling you really bad news, thinking yeah. that maybe you wouldn't hear it. Because um, yeah. have you have you ever been put under with anesthesia? Uh, never. Oh, it's crazy. No, never. It's crazy. It's it doesn't matter how hard you fight, you're going, and they always tell you they're like, okay, start counting back backwards from a hundred, and then you're like ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety seven, and you can feel it. You yeah. can feel your body being taken over by this. It's like a, a, a it's such a deep comatose sleep yeah. that it doesn't matter how hard you fight you will not get to like 90 oh like really it's, that it's, fast? it's crazy it's that it's that fast yeah it's really it's a really it's a crazy jonathan crazy let's ask you the same question what would be the worst thing uh to hear uh, before going under anesthesia i'm gonna have to say if the doctor just goes uh is this a guy for the sex change Oh wow! Well, you th- that very few times I I would say that that is an accidental thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to it. You're going to a, a very you know you're uh, they would have a long relationship with you. Yeah, I would say go to sleep as yeah. Jonathan, wake up as Janine. <laughs> you know, I think that uh, I think that you're seeing the doctor for a good couple years before you actually go under the knife. Um, Maury, what's uh, do you yeah. have anything uh, while going under? If I just heard Matthew saying, um, and here's my number in case he doesn't. Uh, Wake up if you want to go for dinner. Oh, oh. Jeez, you guys went dark. I was just afraid somebody was going to look at my wiener. You guys went full on dark with like houses ruined and stuff. Holy moly. Uh, all right, well, there you go. What's, what's part two of this question, bro? I was just hoping Maury could try and spell anesthesia for oh, me. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Great. Maury. Damn. Do we have time? Okay. Yeah, we have lots of time. <laughs> yes, it's a podcast. It's endless time. <laughs> we could sit here for endless hours. Time. Anesthesia. So yeah. A and D and... Nope. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Gonna we're gonna do this right. Right. If we're going to do this, we got to do this right. Hold on, bro. And here we go. I'm going to tell on. you right now, uh, we could literally be here uh, for a day. Well, <laughs> said endless time. Okay. okay, here we go. Okay. Damn yeah. Mori, anesthesia. Anesthesia, okay. Mori. Go ahead. A- A-N-T, anesthesia. Uh, <laughs> I don't know her. Do you who's, know how to say it? Who's anesthesia? <laughs> <laughs> like you have an ant oh. named Stesia? <laughs> okay, try again. Okay. A-N-I, anesthesia. <laughs> A N N A N N A N A A N N N A N E N S T E 
Starfield's off. GIA. Anesthesia. 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 Like like as in Jennifer Anesthesia? She was great on Friends, huh? I really liked her on Friends. I really I find that she plays the same character all the time in everything she's in, but Jennifer Anesthesia is great. Pause. Maury may die. Maury may die. Are you going to die, Maury? I need anesthesia. Okay. 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 Go ahead, Maury, with your anesthesia. A N E. Anesthesia. Anesthesia. Okay, Maury, it's gone on far too long. A N E S T H E S I A. Oh, the silent ones get you. The silent ones get you. What silent ones in there? Okay, Jonathan, appreciate your question. Thank you for joining us on the Verizon Mocha podcast. Thank you guys so much. I just want to say I've been binging the podcast to and from work, and I just. I just can't thank you guys enough for making the days easier. Oh, oh wow, man. that means a lot. Thanks, brother. Yeah, love the guys. Love you guys so much. Take hey, care. Have a great day. Love you, you too, brother. Man. Take care. Um, okay, this is from Cole uh, Achkar. Okay. Uh, what has been your proudest moment this far as fathers? Ooh, I imagine that's to to me and you. Proudest moment as fathers. See, our kid is still super young. Cruz yeah. is still fourteen months, so he's learning and doing new things like pretty much on the weekly and every time something new uh happens like i celebrate my wife and i celebrate and i'm like oh my god son i am so proud that you learned how to do that one thing yeah. or that you are now figuring out how to uh do that thing so these moments happen for me like a couple times a week every single week yeah. at least yeah how about you uh, every because Roxy, like she's yeah, eight and a half now, right? Yeah, it's interesting. Every day, I'm every day, I'm the proudest I've ever been. It's really weird. I don't have like a moment. Uh, it was fun the first time she beat me at something, like legitimately yeah? beat me. Yeah, because you go so long, so many years, where you you want to teach them how to be competitive, and you want to teach them about winning well, and you can't teach them about winning unless you teach them about losing so you beat them <laughs> you do you have to beat your kid at games you have to you can't let them win all the time yeah um you have to beat them because then they understand how it feels to win but in order to understand how it feels to win you also have to be very familiar with how it feels to lose yeah otherwise winning feels like nothing if you ain't first you're last as exactly Ricky Bobby always exactly said. yeah so so it's so it's teaching them so the first time roxy beat me in othello because othello is a very heady game yeah it's not like tic-tac-toe or something it's it's like othello is a long drawn out strategy you really based, have to think strategy based game and so the first time she did that i was kind of proud of her but i'm proud every day it's like every day it is she she's asked me many times because because I, I think that she sometimes feels that um, she sees the way that people fawn over babies because she has a little cousin. And I think that she's gone through a couple of times where she felt that maybe people don't feel that way about her anymore. Aww. And so she has asked a couple of times, you know, what's your, what was, 
what was your favorite age that I was at? And I always say the same thing, which is the age you are this very day. You're my favorite age right now. Mm -hmm. The age you are this day, that is my favorite of all time. Because that's just how I feel about you every day, right? I just, I dig you more and more every day. And I think you're cooler and cooler every day. Uh, So I, I don't have like a real proud moment. I'm just happy that she's compassionate and she's empathetic and she's vicious with humor and all the things that I like in people, yeah. you know, I like somebody who is, you know, who can stand up for herself and is nervous about things and isn't too ego driven, but still very compassionate and cries over the right things and loves animals and loves science, all this stuff. So it's, it's a combination of everything, but every day I'm proud. Every day I'm proud. Okay. What else do we have here? Shannon asks, I'll give this one to you, Mocha, if you want to go first. Okay. Uh, if you could create one law, what would it be? I'm guessing something that right now is not illegal that should be illegal. Oh, okay. If you own a home or you rent a home, it should be law that every other week you maintain your yard. (laughs) You cut your grass. And I'm talking front yard and backyard. Uh, Because you got got neighbor problems with your lawn. Oh, man. You maintain your yard. Yeah. You get rid of them weeds. You make sure none of your junk is getting over on your neighbor's side. It is the law to cut your grass every other week. And this sort of thing happens. Like there's parts in London where there's some neighborhoods in London where years ago it was decided... um, what houses would look like as far as the color goes. And there's a real, there's one neighborhood where it is a very specific color white. And that color white paint is the only color white paint that you're allowed to use on those houses. And you have to buy that white paint from a government agency. There's one specific, there's one specific unique um, shade of white that they've been painting these neighborhood houses with forever. And you have to maintain it as a homeowner. Really? You, you have no choice but to fall in line and paint your house this exact Exact same white color white shell two one two yeah and you can't let it go to hell yeah like once it starts to if there's a, like a little mud on it what like you have to repaint it it's up to the homeowner to yeah. maintain the aesthetic of the neighborhood and i sort of like that sure like i'm with you on this that i think that if neighborhoods if the neighborhood got together and you don't necessarily need the government or laws involved but i think if there was a sort of neighborhood co-op thing yeah. where you guys all got together and say hey listen it's called pride of ownership dipshit you know fix your lawn yeah you know i think i, I have no problem with that like if you and all the other homeowners in your court all got together, all got together and said, yeah. hey, listen, we love where we live. We're proud of these houses. We're proud of our families. We're proud of our neighborhood. We think we got a great little community going here. Stop dragging us down. Show yeah. pride of ownership. Show a little curb appeal. Show us that you want to be on this court and you love this neighborhood. Mow that lawn. Damn. I'm 100% with you. <laughs> I'm a, now that I think about it, yeah. you should you be able to like force really, your neighbor. I'm really fired up I'm now. I'm huh? that. I'm more uh, a law that it does not exist on the books, but should be if you don't cover your mouth when you sneeze oh really <laughs> i don't think you're alone on that because like i often walk by and I'll, I'll be vocal if somebody sneezes i'll be like really cover your face wow to strangers you to say kids that? oh to kids oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ain't no way more saying that to a grown-ass <laughs> man <laughs> i most kids i see now are really good at putting their face in their their the middle of their arm yeah no i like they teach you like their, the like their, arm, their, their face is that's still what above they uh, the arm. teach you in school that's what right they teach you yeah it's really crazy what um, about you Roz? i don't know one uh, new law that doesn't exist now. yeah see i see the 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 sort Beatles of are a must the libertarian in me comes out here where I, I just want less laws than 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 more laws but um there's a there's a few things that i would like to see laws uh i think that okay here's my thing i think that if you run a business where there are check out counters yeah 
I think that it should be monitored where if X amount of people are in line behind one, you should automatically have to open another. Right, because it's fine if it's right. one or two people, but yeah. once you get to like four, even five, and that yes. line starts to build, 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 yes. yeah, open the other registers and for you sure. Al- and you also know how I feel about Uber. I think that if you uh, order an Uber or a cab or anything, and I've said this before, where you're standing on the sidewalk and they pull up, and if they pull up with the front of the car stops at you, that should be against the law. You should have to pull up all the way so my body lines up at the back door that I'm getting into. <laughs> I think it's very rude to stop shorts. You get charged? Yeah, you should get charged. <laughs> I should I should get a I should get a free ride for that. It's very rude. It's very and I never understand it. And I look at the guy and I'm like, well, I had now have to walk seven feet. You were in a car that was moving. You have full control over it. Uh, that okay, be we're gonna we're gonna end with this yeah. question. Ask Roz and Mocha. This is from Ms. Melly Mel. If your bank account could talk, what would it say to you? <laughs> oh, boring. <laughs> boring. Uh, boring doesn't even, I can tell you what Maury's. Okay, mine would you say, say what, what you think, uh-huh. and I'll tell you what I think your bank account would say. Mm-hmm. Go, Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> I think your bank account, if it could talk, damn it, Maury, it would be like, no! <laughs> Why? Why? Why are you yeah. doing this to me? Yeah, it would sound like it would sound like somebody being horribly abused. Yeah. Can I just, right? Like it was just me. I'm now overdrawn my overdrawn. You can be that? I didn't what? know. Apparently I can. So what's your oh what's your So I have um seven hundred that I'm allowed for overdraft. Yeah. yeah. I'm now overdraft to, to nine hundred. So they <gasps> upped your overdraft because you're always in overdraft. And I'm like, oh cool, I didn't know that. You're overdraft nine hundred dollars? Yeah, but payday's uh now yeah but that doesn't matter though that means it's it's nine hundred dollars that you're not going to get on your paycheck yeah but oh. i had to pay for my sticker for my car how much was that a uh, 600 wow jeez how much they charge you for a sticker no parking tickets oh how but, much in parking tickets did you have i had 500 in parking oh, yeah, wait, okay, but then you're you still in overdraft by 300 dollars, so you yeah. still have no money yeah art <laughs> Roz, if your bank account could talk, what would it say to you? Oh, I'm so full. <laughs> I can't. No more. No more. Oh God, is here comes. I can't. I'm, I'm just. I'm gonna blow. Just please, no oh. more. No, I don't. I don't know if my bank. If my bank account could talk, my bank account just. I would say it just sleeps most times because yeah. I'm just. Yeah, there's not a lot of action going on uh, in my bank account. I'm pretty frugal with my. I'm pretty frugal with my money. Sometimes. Years ago, I heard somebody say that you know that the best way to get rich is to just not spend any money. Yeah, and uh, and you know I've met people whose parents are wealthy, and I've heard crazy stories of you know guys that are wealthy. And when I say wealthy, you know they probably have ten million dollars in property. Damn, you know anything that you would want, they will never have money problems ever again. And I've heard stories of them on the phone. Uh, arguing with a hotel that they were at uh, that past weekend over a $40 bar charge that they swore wasn't theirs. Oh, geez. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, that, like that kind of thing. Like they, they, just, they just don't waste money. You yeah. know, they, they don't let it go for free. They, they monitor everything they have coming in and they monitor it going out. So, so yeah, so I, I, I mean, that's to me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't piss around with, uh, with, with money too, too much. What would your bank account oh, I'll say? I'll tell you what Mocus would say. What? what? Uh, how you doing over there? Eighth zero. I'm good. <laughs> Seventh zero. <laughs> Nailed it. Wow, well, there's right. so many of us in here. <laughs> Party! Look at all these zeros. <laughs> 
Ask Roz and Mocha every week. We're going to post on uh, Instagram at Kiss925. Feel free to ask your question, and you will then have an opportunity to join us on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss92.5. Kiss92.5.com or on the Kiss92.5 app.